figure of speech. Momentum has shifted that quickly. He doesn't care, Kevin. No, he doesn't care at all. And now the tag. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast. The podcast open to everyone. It is way too early for me to uh, give exceptions and exclusions, so... uh, Let's just move on. <laughs> my name is Luke, or or as my notes say, Gumpy to E B. Wow, that's a I wrote that weeks ago and I've only just noticed it says Gumpy. Right. Or Grumpy, whatever you want to call me. And with me as always is my host, Mr. Andy. Uh, my host? Yeah, whatever. Uh, co host, producer, whatever. My friend, all that stuff. Mr. Andy, say hello. Uh hello. And um I did want to mention that one of my favorite Saturday Saturday Night Live sketches of all time is when um, Eddie Murphy is Gumby, and he's like this surly drunk uh, Gumby, but he's Gumpy in this case. So it's it's I'm Gumpy, damn it! Wow, uh, I don't think I've seen that, but uh... it's hilarious. It's like he's like a surly, you know, fucking um, what do you call it? Like a, I don't know, like like a Hollywood type smoking a cigar, and he's all shitty, and he. <laughs> He just is an asshole, and he always wants more, and his writer's not correct because he's Gumby, damn it. That's pretty funny. It's pretty sad that I, um, I'm pretty sure I still know all the words to the Gumby theme tune. Really? Yeah, but mm-hmm. let's not get into that. I don't even know why. I didn't even like it when I was a kid. This is just wimp Play-Doh stuff. Those blockheads. Anyway, they were assholes. That's, oh, they're so awesome. <laughs> They're just dudes. They're just douchebags. But yes, everyone, believe it or not, this is not a Gumpy or a Gumby podcast. <laughs> it is a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. And I think we're covering nights five to nine, holy shit, of the New Japan Cup, which uh, should be fun. And we've got a, a few voice and emails by a few. I mean, like, we got one of each, which is really nice. Yeah. So uh, we'll get onto that very soon. But there are ways you can contact us, like the two people who contacted us did. Actually, they did it the same way, not two different ways. It doesn't matter. There's ways to contact us. We are neveropenpod at gmail.com. If you want to do emails or voicemails and things like that, you can do it there on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Andy is at Drusifer Tweets. Yes. Getting so many nicknames, dude. I've got to be like, it's that one. It's that one. Yep, yep. <laughs> and you can uh, catch us also collectively on the Tweety at Never Open Pod. Excuse me. Well, well Luke, you had a I big week, you... a week on the Tweety, didn't you? I mean, you had like, you know, we had Gam, uh, Gino Gambino replying to us. We had Master Watto finding us on Twitter, and uh, yikes, I'm kind of scared of that. And. Uh... <laughs> I'm kind of scared of that too. He's going to listen to this show thinking like, <laughs> I don't sound like that. <laughs> so that was fun. But man, you, that's, that's the least of his concerns. <laughs> you had New Japan Global retweet one of your tweets and all it was <laughs> was just doki choki. And then that like made my phone vibrate for the next like, you know, 24 hours, which I enjoy. Yeah. There was also like a, a tweet I just said. It was just, it wasn't like a tweet that said anything amazing or special. It just said, Hi, everyone. Join me, 
at Grumpy 2 for the New Japan Cup. Should be a couple bangers tonight. And for some reason, that was retweetable as well. I mean, that was a pretty useful tweet for them to retweet. So I, I did appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, so, uh, New Japan was... Global. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're listening. I wish they'd I know... fucking retweet some of the episodes. Every once in a while, I tag them in the episode just to try, yeah. you know, just to see. I mean, come on. People want to hear this. But if they don't know about it, how are they going to find us, you know? That's true. Where can they find us? Well, well, I assume they've already found us if they're listening to us. That's right. But tell people how they can find us in other ways if they get lost, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's easy. I mean, you can just Google us. We're you Never Open Podcast. We're the only one called that. You can find us on any podcast app. I mean, we're also – we do have a Facebook page, but I don't really – play with that much i don't like facebook anymore and uh we also have instagram and there's some fun stuff going on on instagram sometimes you know and and uh it is not just a reason for me to have an instagram account and look at pretty lady pictures it is not that okay you there luke you want to you want a podcast sorry uh i had you on mute and i'm just laughing my ass off (laughs) (laughs) And also imagining naked ladies for some reason now. Thank you very much. Uh, and oh, boy. There she goes well, again. We have She's a very third, naughty. We have, yeah, we have a third morning. member of the crew today, right? Yes. Ashley, my cat, who is back to her normal self, uh, be sometimes good and sometimes bad, like real, like now. But uh, she had an abscess and all that kind of stuff. And Yikes. She's Back to normal. Just had some antibiotics and stuff. All mostly back to normal. I'd better say that because otherwise Charity would be like, Luke, you got it wrong. <laughs> Is that how that works? Uh, not really. But, like, she doesn't say, say it like that. She says it really nicely. So. Oh, really? But, okay, yeah. I got you. Awesome. Well, yeah. she's hilarious and so is your sister. I still really like that death match down under episode. That was really fun. Um, but, uh, man, we got so much to get to, Luke. I mean, I want to fuck around and, and talk about silly shit, but, I mean, I don't know. Nah, we what got, what, what, we got, what, five shows? Yeah, we got emails, and we got Kojima tweet, and we got all the bullshit that you usually get from our show. That's right. There's a lot of, <laughs> and then there's us talking. <laughs> and... <laughs> it's a big part of the show. All right, so, so, uh, let's go with one bit of news that I've got, uh, you, everyone probably knows that already, but Finjuice are the Impact Tag Team t- Champions. Uh, at least uh, I knew already. I don't know about you. <laughs> I did sure see you that, and it makes me wonder if they've already taped losing them. You know? Probably, right? Maybe. Uh, also makes me think, uh, is it... Well, well I thought um, we'd see the Good Brothers in Japan at some stage by now, but I guess... To bring them back would be some kind of big reunion kind of big deal thing, and maybe they want to do it later. I don't know. Well, we're going to you know, talk about some – I don't know if you caught this, but there was some uh, some calling out of uh, a certain other guy that used to be in Bullet Club that we'll talk about a little later too that happened during this week. So very All interesting. Right. So uh, do you want to get us started? By the way, everyone, uh, we swear, so be aware of that. Yeah, fuck do yeah, that we do. Start, God damn it. Shit. I didn't. <laughs> All right, so do you want to Kojima tweet us up? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so let me – I was all ready for voicemail. But here we are. Okay, so you guys know. 
that we got Kojima, Satoshi Kojima. He's the fucking man. He's, as we like to call him, Mr. Yep. Bread. Because the guy started a club about bread. It's called fucking Bread Club. And you should be in it. Mm-hmm. I'm in it. Luke's in it. Yep. Ashy's in it. We're all in it. And uh, Kojima's got a Twitter account. And he doesn't just, like, not do anything with it. He doesn't just try to promote himself. He tweets fucking hilarious shit all the time. In fact, this week, um, this doesn't really... You know, work as a Kojima tweet too much, but um, Jeff Cobb posted a picture of him, like, um, uh, drop-kicking Kojima in the face, and Kojima, like, responded and said, like, hey, man, you know, if you hit me like that, I can't eat bread anymore, and that's not cool, like, that kind of thing. But he has another tweet that's pretty funny. Um, Another uh, tweet, this is kind of referring to a tweet where he had posted a picture of himself looking cool, and everyone was really, like, they really liked it. So he responded with another picture of him looking cool and kind of peeled back the curtain a little bit on Mr. Bread. So uh, here's our Kojima tweet of the week. Quote, I'm glad to have your body complimented by the reply. But in reality, I've been taking pictures with my stomach retracted three seconds before the shutter is released. And I'm still eating potato chips. Thank you very much, winky emoji. (laughs) Unquote. So we got to think, like, he's eating bread and potato chips. His cardio must be amazing. Do you, do you guys do the thing? Have you ever done the thing? I don't know if you guys do this. This might be a, a like, gluttonous American thing where you put potato chips on a sandwich. You ever try that? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess it's, uh, it's not out of the ordinary here, but, yeah, I've tried it. Yeah, didn't didn't change my life, but it yeah, was you don't it sound was yummy. Excited about it, so okay. <laughs> I think it's good. Just, you know, there's a we have this place called Jimmy John's, and they they uh, sponsor Brock Lesnar, and I like yeah. to get their salt and vinegar potato chips and put them on the sandwich, and goddamn, it's good. Salt and vinegar is my least favorite flavor. Well, I'll just say that right now, but hell, so. we, yeah, we don't have a Jimmy John's over here. I mean, so it's fine. That's yeah. right, dude. Uh, all right, just before we get. Just one, one aside. I promise. Oh, Just the I, one. Okay. No, I try. I try not to bring up next generation. But why? Um, we went to see some friends of charities about a month ago or something like that, and we're driving through my old area because they live around there. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a Taco Bell. We actually have a Taco Bell now. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I didn't have any because I've heard it's shit. But it is awful. And. You know, yeah. we were late, but that's all right. There's all these all these wrestlers <laughs> that want the like I mean, it was a trend like last year, maybe the year before, where all these wrestlers like eating Taco Bell was their gimmick and it's like, oh look how much I love Taco Bell. And it's like, brother, that shit is nasty. And I don't care, you know what I don't care. I don't care how much heat I get for saying it. Taco Bell is gross. And if you're eating it saying you like it, that means you like a flavor, not the food itself. Like, you're like, oh, this flavor is good. I like this. You know, because the food itself is not good. It can't be. You can't say it's good. If you do, you're wrong. <laughs> we do have a taco bill. Way better. But that's, Way that's better. a little I know, I know Bill. A little over um, price, but that's yeah, all right. Yeah, Bill's a buddy of mine. So why isn't it Taco Bruce? It's in Australia. It should be Taco Bruce. Yeah, not, yeah. But uh, I guess they wanted it to sound like Taco Bell without ripping them off, I guess. I think no. Have you, you've hey, I've got an email. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is by uh, Mr. Lexus Montez, which is really cool. And uh, he's like, yo, hey, amigos, I hope all is well. 
My dudes, it's March, March Madness within New Japan Pro Wrestling, as we all know. The New Japan Cup is in full swing, and the question from me regarding the cup is, what winner in the last five years benefited the most from winning? Ooh. P.S. Keep up with work, gents. Now, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Montez. That's now, a good question, too. Do you want, want me to tell you the last five winners? Oh, yes, yes. I was looking them up, but yeah, if you can tell me, that'd be great. Yeah, I already got the window up. I actually um, did a little prep, so <laughs> whoa. <laughs> For once, awesome. <laughs> All right, so we've, we go from uh, 2016, we've got Tetsuya Naito. Mm. 2017, we've got Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, I think that benefited him the least. Yeah. Uh, poor bastard. Uh, 2018, we've got Zack Sabre Jr., 2019, we have uh, Kazuchika Okada, and last year, of course, is Evil. Uh, my immediate like thought was Evil, for sure. Uh, yeah, I guess because like, look, he he was he when Evil won, he was kind of at the same level Zack Saber Junior was a couple of years previous, but you know, Evil actually won. But uh, you could say. After the whole Naito story, he hasn't had as much to do as I would have liked. But uh, Evil sprung to mind straight away. I mean, Okada won the, the, the New Japan Cup the year before and won the title uh, so at Madison Square Garden against Jay White. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, yeah, I don't know. What, about, what do you think? It's hard to argue with Evil just for the simple fact that it completely changed his character and sent him from lower <laughs> mid-card or, you know, solid mid-card or hashtag mid-card for life um, to, you know, a main eventer all of a sudden. Although, since then, like you said, he really hasn't been. Um, you know, there there may be an argument for Naito. Um, I don't – did he go on and win the title? Because if he went on and won the title with that, then yes, but – um, if not, then no, and I can't remember. It's it's hard to remember all that shit. But. Uh, he he did. He beat, according to this, he beat Akata at a at invasion attack. Well, there you go. So to me, that would be the one because I know, you know, the legend of Naito had already grown. He was already one of the top guys, but beating Okada. Um, oh shit! You know Okada's, that's a big deal. Naito's the one Okada beat to have his longest reign ever. Oh yeah. Sad. Oh man, that's. I hate. I'm. I'm starting to not like Okada these days. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm devastated. <laughs> I'll, all of a sudden, I'll love him when he starts like pulling out uh, awesome matches again. But uh, yeah, but uh, man, that's an awesome question. Um, so it'll be interested. We'll have to revisit this question in like six By months way, when we find out who wins yeah. this and see what happens with that. You know. Exactly, and look. You could say it's evil as well because by the simple fact that uh, when he won, he won his title match and he won two titles, not just Ooh, one. Oh, you're right. No shit. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. It's evil. Yeah, you're right. Man, that's good. That's pretty good. Well, I know, yeah. you know, Lexus is a big fan of evil, and I would like <coughs> to know from him, I have a question for him, is that what does he think of the new evil? Because we haven't really talked about that much, and I know he liked – Old Evil, and we're going to get to see Old Evil later to, uh, in the show, which I'm really looking forward to. But uh, that was an yeah. excellent question. Folks, you should go follow uh, Alexis Montez on Twitter at SuperLexus17, and you should watch his match versus Aaron Williams on Unsanctioned Pro 
uh, on IWTV, use the promo code unsanctioned. It was fucking, it was pretty good, man. And uh, I went back and watched it, and I had done commentary on that match, so that finally got released. And, like, I, I did okay. I thought I did really bad, and, like, I was really worried about it, and, like, I was being self-conscious or whatever, which I'm not usually that way. Uh, however, I was really worried about it, but I think I did pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. Solid first try. So I'm happy about that. The match was fantastic. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's never as fuck. So, you know. I like to think my first message to you was supportive of the fact that you're doing commentary. And then I think my second follow-up question was, did you say anything like life makers? <laughs> I did not. I had one line that was really stupid, and no one said anything about it. So I'm just going to keep that to myself and just wait for someone else, to, <laughs> you know, to point it out. Because uh, I mean, I'm shocked that I haven't gotten a lot of criticism because that's what I've been doing on the indie circuit for the past like three, four years is just criticizing everyone, <laughs> and no one's criticizing me. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Send it to. <laughs> send send the match to Joe and Amy. I, they 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 can uh, they'll probably uh, rip on you a little bit That's if you, if, yeah, you if you wish. Smart wrestling fan has set me straight. They'd improve me one way or the other. So, but I may be beyond <laughs> improvement. But uh, well, that was an awesome email, and we also got a voicemail from Howard or Dave Howard. And now you got me doing it uh, there, uh, Cody. Yeah. And uh, it's a little rough. Uh, the quality sound quality is very poor, but we're gonna do our best. So we gotta listen real close. Here it is. Mr. Guy, Grumpy Cat, hey, what's going on, boys? You know I'm in the truck again, so of course that's when my mind goes to wrestling. And, uh, well, not even wrestling, because I'm thinking about gym dads. And I'm thinking about formatting. And I think it needs to go the half-hour, three-episode with an interstitial per Per episode, so you're gonna have your end caps of of the gym dads and and their goofs and everything, but I think in the middle you're gonna have to have Watto's Wondrous World or the Wondrous World of Watto or something where you're gonna have his greater family. You'll have his uncle, Master Blotto, his weird Italian relative, Master Gelato, and you can see what kind of hijinks they get up to. Uh, You know. That kind of crazy stuff. What do you guys think? Let me know. Uh, thanks for uh, another great show, boys. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, so if you couldn't quite catch that, he was uh, basically doing some fancy booking <coughs> for the Gym Dads, which is, you know, uh, Luke, why don't you reset the Gym Dads for folks, for folks that maybe don't know what that is. All right. So one of the pre-show commercials for a time or, or one of the uh, you know disinfecting commercials for a, for a very short time, was Yuji, uh, Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroshi Tenzan just doing these kind of like gym exercises things. It was just all online and stuff. But you see see the photos for it and the little commercial and stuff, and it just made me think of like like this sitcom where they're all – made us both think like that. We are both spitballing this, and for some, you know, some reason we imagined all three dads – retiring and opening up a gym together and hilarity ensues all that kind of stuff and we've been what riffing on this either on messages together or on the tweety with uh i know jay's had some ideas as well and all that kind of stuff so we've got uh, satoshi kojima as like 
the top dad because definitely yeah you know, he's the top dad he's also very bread oriented so there's probably a lot of bread jokes there oh, so many bread jokes <laughs> we've got uh yuji nagata which i don't think we've deep dived into his character that much he's but the straight also got, man he's the straight man he's not like a yeah. funny guy he's the guy that goes oh you you know that's right. We've got uh, Hiroshi Tenzan who uh, welshes on bets <laughs> and uh, doesn't pay his hairstylists. <laughs> We've got uh, Tomoaki Homma as this uh, uh, dumb you know, janitor dude at the dad's gym. And I guess now we've got uh, Master Wato. And he's been brought in what under the wing of uh, Tenzan, which is he's probably going to learn some bad things there. <laughs> Like, like Tenzin going, that wasn't the hair dye you asked for. Uh, just leave. Don't pay them. Oh, man. Uh, your cat loves Dad's gym. You know? Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, we all love Dad's gym. But, like, okay, so, yeah, we also Suzuki's kinda... got the rival gym across right, the street, yeah, doesn't he? And, and that's, you know, owned by, of course, Minoru Suzuki, who's the evil, you know, uh, rival guy. And he sends his flunkies over uh, to kind of, you know, make some problems and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, OK, so what what he's uh, what uh, Dave Howard was saying is that this is like skits and it's a half hour format. And we have the ends and the beginnings being skits at Dad's gym. But in the middle, we have Watto's wacky world with his family of rhyming named, uh, you know, people. And I like uh, Master Gelato. That's awesome. I like Master Blotto, which we made up last week. Um, I, I think we can do <laughs> better on the Blotto. name. The name is excellent. It's a great idea. But what would be a name for this, you think, Luke? Any, you got any ideas? What, for Watto's? Wacky world. Yeah. You like that? Um, Watto's wacky, wacky Watto world? I don't know. Okay. You've put me on the spot here. Like, yes. I, I have, I did, obviously, we don't listen to these before, uh, or at least I don't, before we record. But wouldn't that be jarring? Like, you're watching this show because you want to see the three dads do their thing, and then all of a sudden, like, the middle wet chunk is, like, taken up by this young upstart. I think what he's referring to is like one of these kids shows. Like, you know, if you watch Pee Wee's Playhouse, all of a sudden the king of cartoons oh, shows shit. up and he plays a cartoon. You know, like that kind of thing. My God. Master Watto. What's, what would Master Watto be teaching kids? Yeah, it would definitely be a kid's show. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And uh, he would be very strange, of course. I, I really want to see this skit. And it was on Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse, and it's one of my favorite just silly skits that I've only saw one time. I promise it's real and no one really believes me. And what it is, is at the beginning, um, Pee Wee uh, makes potato salad with cherry and the screen and all those different characters. And he eats it and he goes, I love this. And they go, well, why don't you marry it, Pee Wee? And he goes, I think I will. And the rest of the episode is a wedding episode where he marries a cup of potato salad. Wow. That must have been some... Okay. 
So that's what I want to see, but it's Watto, and it's like his new rowing machine. You know, it's all blue and everything, and he sits <laughs> down, and, and his drunk uncle's over there. His Italian uncle's like, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Hey, he's rowing the machine. You know, and, uh, and he says, I love this machine, and Master Ball's like, why don't you marry Watto? And then he does, and then he consummates the wedding right there, and he gets kicked off TV. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, he Watto could look at the TV and say, "Hi kids, this looks like a boring row machine, doesn't it?" And then as he start and he goes, "But no, using our imaginations, we are going down. We are in a canoe going oh, over some rapids. Please join me." And and as he's doing the row machine behind him, or like on a green screen, there's like the rapids and stuff, and he's just got going like, "All right, kids, come on, we can do this." You can, we can only navigate this hard-to-navigate uh, river or whatever together. if we do it together <laughs> and we put in the rows. Let's go. One, okay. two. And he goes, and then he looks at the camera. He's like, we're on the way now. Because <laughs> yeah, he's on the way to the grandma. Right, so yeah, right. we're on the way now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> There you All go. Right. I, th- I hope you like that, Dave Howard. I hope my, I'm glad my dumb brain kicked in eventually, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's all good. We got to get into this new Japan stuff. Right. And right. we had a lot of tag matches this week and we are yep. not happy about it. And we may start kind of rushing through some of these cause goddamn they're repetitive and they yeah. don't have a lot of, uh, inf- new information for us. But <coughs> I will tell you uh, this first show that we're yeah. going to cover um, for some reason was in standard definition for me, which hurt my eyes. And I was like, how did we live like this? Um, I don't know why it was like that, but this takes place in the Okiyama zip arena. And I mean, I know it's important to talk about Watto and, you know, him having sex with this rowing machine or helping kids or whatever. But what's really important is knowing about buildings. And, um, this arena was built in 2005 <laughs> And it's also the home of a the no, a sports team. It's not the B League. Uh, this is very. This is different. So this is a the home of the Okayama Seagulls, and uh, they are a women's volleyball team based in Okayama City, and they play a uh, League Division One um, volleyball. And the club was founded in 1999. So that fucking club's been around 22 years. Yeah. Nice. Uh, now I'm just imagining volleyball. That's that's nice. That's a nice Who's, thing. To so they got to sweep up the sand and shit before, or is it? It's not. <laughs> no, it's not beach volleyball. It's just it's, standard volleyball. Yeah, uh, it's it's the boring kind. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. And uh, yeah, so <clears throat> we do have a, a lot of tag matches, and it, it feels like there's more tag matches. Like this doesn't. It, I said last episode, this feels a bit more normal where you've got your preview matches, then you've got your tournament matches. But I don't remember it being quite like this when you've got fucking uh, four fucking tag matches and only two tournament matches. I know that, yeah, like part of me wishes like, all right, fine. You want to draw it out as long as you, as long as this, that's fine. Awesome. Cut two of them tag matches out. 
We, well, we might start doing that ourselves because fucking ridiculous. I, I feel yeah. like that when I'm watching the show, when we come back from cleaning and sanitation, I want the G1 ma- or the, the, the fucking tournament matches to start. I don't want to see yeah. another tag match. And that's what every time that third or fourth tag match is like, ah, you know. And now, look, I know that spot's usually taken up by the, this these wonderful tag matches with with uh, Tanahashi and Jay White. I, I, I understand that. But after the break, I want shit to get real. Yeah. And that's that's tournament time. So, yeah, it has been annoying. Let's start it. Night five of the New Japan Cup. We've got Yu Uramura, Yoshihashi, and Toriyano versus the Rogue Evil Pimps. There's a bit of a jump start. Yano slaps Farley in the back of the head. I think he's just, like, obsessed with that. But, uh, you know, there's uh, uh, we don't want to talk about preview stuff between Yoshihashi and Pimp, Pimp Juice. So let's just go Scorpion Deathlock on Yuya by Evil. So he's getting a few of those Deathlock wins lately. So they're building that up. Pimpy um, almost killed himself. And he was doing a, a simple forward roll um, while Yoshihashi was applying the butterfly lock. And he just slams his own head right into the mat. He just, like, didn't tuck and just went face first right into that. And, um, you know, one thing I did notice about this match is that, you know, there's a spot that they do in these in these matches that we all know about, and that's where they get a guy in the corner, and then they do. The Ho Train. That's right. So we got the Ho Train spot in this match, and that was on a Yoshihashi, which makes me very happy. <laughs> yes. And all right, so now we've got uh, Gabriel Kidd. Well, it, it made us both happy. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> Gabriel Kidd, uh, Tom Wakihama, and Satoshi Kojima versus uh, Laundry and Empire. And so, yeah, uh, you know, you watch this match and you think someone's going on a tour. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. Like, you put any combo you want, they, they, all, all these matches except for fucking last night ends the same. Tour of the Islands. Yeah. Every time. It's like the other two members of the Empire are not allowed to get six-man wins. It's only... It's, it's only, only after they up. lose. That's how that works. So only after you yeah. lose a match in the tournament, then do you get to get a win to get your heat back, I guess. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So th- 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 that is a bit of that for the last night. Yeah. So, you know, this is really cool stuff. And I always enjoy seeing uh, Jeff Cobb throw people around. But yes, two of the islands on Kid. I noticed something strange I'd never noticed before. Um, at the beginning of this match, they were doing the thing where they have this thing called the Chiron, which is like the little thing that says, you know, what the what the character's name is. And, and right next to it, it had what faction he's in. You know, so like if it's an unaffiliated yeah. person, it would just have the New Japan logo. You know, if, uh, you know, if um, Naito comes out, it says LIJ. And uh, Hanma came out and it said GBH next to it. <laughs> like, what? So you and... You and fucking uh, the burger guy are the only people in this in this faction. I don't get it. Um, Dude, GBH was a if you remember correctly, GBH was a fucking option in that survey I did on the show. Yeah, well, yeah. So I guess ago. it's still a thing. I don't know. Um, you know, technically Blue Justice is a faction too, but I, I we're not playing with all that. That's that's nitpicking. Um, the opening two minutes of this match were awesome. It made everyone look amazing, and I thought it was cool to see Cobb continue to show personality. So that's all I got. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty good stuff. And, 
Yeah, we're trying not to uh, dwell on these uh, tag matches. There's so fucking many, dude. Yeah, and, we're going to be talking uh, about them again here in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So we've got uh, Hanare, Finjuice, and Tanahashi versus uh, Switchblade, Kenta, Chase, and Gato. And I look at this match, I'm like, Gato's eating this for sure. <laughs> so they, they do all these face beard spots on Gato, which I think people may may or may, may have seen before. It's when uh, the, the faces start, uh, you know, pulling on, on Gato's beard. And one, one of them will grab his beard and hold his arms back. And then someone else will come up with a double axe handle and hit the, hit the hands away. So it tugs on the beard even more. All those kind of spots. But then uh, Jay and Kenta do the same to Tanahashi's hair. <laughs> Fuck, that was funny. But I'm like, how dare you? That was funny, but how dare you? And sure enough, we got uh, Gato getting pinned here by Toa Hanare. But it's the preview stuff I friggin' loved, especially... Uh, Oh no! This is a, a preview for a previous match, yeah, because it's, it hasn't moved on to the, the Tanahashi stuff yet. Wow. Okay. Cool. Because well, like I'm reading this, going, all right. So yeah. So we've got two preview matches here, which is pretty much what Finley versus. I don't know what I'm doing. Save me, Miss Sandy. I don't know either. Um, I, you know, my notes are old. <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about all this stuff, so we don't have to, you know, tell yeah. you exactly who's facing who because we're going to talk about it here in a second. But yeah. I, I just, you know, this was Jay taunting Hanare with a spot in yeah. Bullet Club. Oh, you could come join us, you know, like that kind of thing. And this also begins <clears throat> a little mini storyline where Juice uh, Robinson is fucking with Ref Chumpy, and um, it's really funny. And I love that. Marty, come on, Marty. What the hell, Marty? Like that kind of thing. Pretty fun. <laughs> At one point in another match later, he tells Marty that he's the worst ref he's ever seen. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, that's not true. But, uh, yeah, I've seen some pretty bad refs. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that is that is pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so next we got uh, show. Goto and Okada versus Bu- this is I'm on my first coffee, everyone, so if I'm a little off, don't worry, I'll get warmed up. Show Goto and Okada versus Bushi, Naito, and Shingo, or I won't. And uh, Goto leads some drums on Naito, which uh, I'm not sure I approve of. No. And I'm, I'm watching this match, and I'm thinking, and I'm hoping someday we'll see Show versus Shingo again for the Never title, and Show wins. I don't know why, but I'm... Look, I need to make up something in my brain because these matches fucking annoy me, Mr. Andy. Do I love the LIJ dudes? Yeah, sure, I do. Do I like show? Yeah, I do. Of course. Uh, But Carter's fine as well. Uh, Goto was in the match. Now, (laughs) the thing is, what fucking annoys me about all of these six-mans is we're going to trade wins here. Right. Show's going to get pinned one night, Bushi the next, show, Bushi, show, Bushi, show, Bushi. <sighs> and it fucking really annoyed me, especially when you could argue show is up there for, for a future title shot, and then Bushi's up there for a future title shot too because he didn't get pinned in the triple threat match, but they're jobbing him out like a little fucking wolf. I don't like it. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> where, where was I? Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, there's really good Shingo Goto preview stuff, and uh, I'm really full of, uh, look, I was looking forward to that match, and I thought it was, thought it turned out pretty damn good. Poor Bushi, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah yesterday. This is his second night in a row jobbing, I think. Um, we did have uh, Drunk Liger on commentary for this match, and he was drunk as fuck, and it was awesome. Um, Bushi started on this night wearing a mask that covers his whole face, which he's not done uh, recently. So, and he, he that trend continues. The mask usually just doesn't cover his mouth, and, and you know he's got the makeup on, but now it's covering his whole face. I guess he's just now worried about um, COVID. I guess. Uh, but uh, do you think they ran out of his makeup? <laughs> maybe that's what it is. They 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 can't produce it anymore. It's like I don't know why I can't think of a joke. But um, he can't he can't find one that's like the right color. I don't know. I just think when wrestlers get themselves done up, they're, they're very particular. Well, they can be. So like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, so there's a part in this match where Shingo runs the ropes and he's going at it with show and it's fucking awesome. It's terrifying. It's just when yep. he runs the ropes, it is scary as hell. And I'm glad I'm not in there getting in his way, but Goto and Shingo make some magic in this match. Their match is going to be good. Um, yeah. Yep. So uh, let's let's do it, Mr. Andy. We've got our first uh, tournament match of the night. It's Yuji Nagata versus Yota Suji. And uh, there's a solid start, but I'm pretty sure there's one one spot near the start where Nagata catches Yota Suji in the damn face. You're know, like, like uh, I think it was just supposed to put his foot up or something, but maybe connected a little bit. Yeah, he wasn't bleeding or anything, so I'm sure he's fine. And this was. Some pretty great stuff. I, I liked it. I mean, everyone could look at this match and go, oh, well, Nagata's winning this. And I think I liked uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Kid a little more, but uh, I like seeing uh, Yoda Suji biting free of uh, of the Nagata lock or something like that. And then he gets, like, elbowed repeatedly for his trouble. How dare you fucking bite me, young lion. <laughs> <laughs> so Yoda gets a lot of off- offense, even a brab, but... Is uh, a back body suplex and Nagata wins. Yeah, you know, I kept having flashbacks to last week when Yuji Nagata was bleeding out of his head um, in that match we watched, and like that kind of made me scared uh, for watching this match. I was just like, ah, God. Um, but they do the New Japan standard match. That's what they do. And it's not yep. pretty, but I kind of like that about it. You know what I mean? It's more like a, it looks more realistic because not everything's all crisp and like rehearsed looking, you know? So, and you know, I uh, yep. you know, might, might call that, that, uh, suplex, a uh, Sayoto suplex, you know, but, uh, that's what there it is. There you go. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was pretty good stuff. That's uh, fine. yeah, not really much to complain about there. Uh, I might have a little complaint whinge in the next match, which is Sonata versus Ishii. I'm going to say something later on in the show, and I'm saving it. And I wanted to message it to you like straight away, but I was just like, Luke, sometimes you've got to like keep stuff for the show. I get really excited, and I find it hard to like hold things in. Uh, Charity can attest to this. Uh, it, but uh, yeah, anyway, here we are. Sonata versus Tomohiro Ishii. And it t- so it turns out Ishii likes baseball. I've never seen him come out with anything other than like, uh, you know, one of the, one of his shirts, really. So he's got this friggin' baseball shirt out. My first thought is I hope his baseball team is in an intense rivalry with Naito's baseball team. <laughs> uh, that, that would make me fucking laugh. And this match is heated. They both go right at it. But uh, Sonata puts Ishii in the Paradise Lock. And, 
when when he breaks Ishii out, Ishii looks fucking pissed off. <laughs> <clears throat> so pissed off that out come the throat chops, which was friggin' awesome. There's a gnarly friggin' German into the corner by Ishii. Uh, Ishii hits like this stalling suplex from like the second turnbuckle. Uh, I'm talking about Ishii a lot here, I guess, because I really wanted Ishii to freaking win. Ishii is usually amazing in, well, he's amazing in this match, but he's usually amazing in tournaments. He usually makes it to like the second or third round and he's fucking amazing. And every year I'm like, come on, Ishii needs to win a tournament. He's amazing. Or... Or at least so I can have like more Ishi singles matches because that's what go. I fucking love. That's what I want. Yeah, the, yeah, right. Um, and yeah, so I really wanted Ishi to win. I'm not on the Sonata train, so uh, you know, uh, Ishi's just cooler to me. Anyway, Ishi kicks out of the O'Connor Bridge, but a moot assault, and sadly, I guess in at least in my case, Sonata advances, but it's still a fucking good match. Oh, yeah, this match puts Sonata over huge because that's what she does. And, like, yeah. they started off with, like, the staring contest again that they were doing before. And I thought it was kind of weird that then they started, they just started doing mat wrestling. And I was like, oh, why are you doing that? They're like, the first, like, two minutes of this match are like, what? And plus, headlocks shouldn't even work on Ishii. He should just get out of them instantly and no-sell them. That's what I think. Um, I thought yeah. that, you know, I mean, he doesn't have a neck. How are you supposed to, you know? Anyway, um, I... I really, you know, Sonata no-sells a beating in the corner and, like, gets up and does his own beating. And that's when I realized, oh, this is an Ishii match because we had these big, long mirror spots where basically they just, you know, they fight for, like, you know, three to five minutes and then flip the offense to the other person who then does basically their version of that same thing for the next three to five minutes, which is every Ishii match and uh, I love Ishii matches. It, it's I don't understand yeah. how they remember all that shit. Because, I mean, like, you know, and when you see that kind of thing on the indies or something, it's like two or three moves, not like a whole three, five-minute sequence. So that's pretty cool. Um, the long mirror spots, I love it. And it gets really, really good. Sonata wins, and then Ishii sells it like only he can. I mean, he is, like, near death at the end of this. Like, he's stumbling around, but he won't accept help, you know, and he's, like, pushing the young lines away, and he can he has to, like, hold himself up, and he, like, falls down in the aisle on his way to the back. It's really cool. And this yeah. whole little mini itsy-bitsy feud here just made Sonata... Um, you know, uh, it, it makes you wonder. You know, it makes you wonder who's going to win this thing. It really does. Yep. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. I was down on the end, but I definitely was not down on the match. So, so well, yeah. what, did that get any kind of seal of approval at all or not? Um, no. Okay. All right. Did you, do you think it, you, nah. It's uh, a it, never, it's, it gets a little never here and there, but it's not, it's not never. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, the sound effect is coming. What? What do you mean, it, the sound effect? I don't know what you mean. Sound effect? What? No, there is none. Uh, edit that bit, Andy. I know you're really good that with uh, listening back closely and editing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's all right. We got, uh, here we are, night six, everyone. It's the New Japan Cup in Kyoto. And we start with uh, the evil rogue Sleepy Dicks versus a... <laughs> <laughs> Yuyu Uramura, Juice Robertson, uh, Toriyanu, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. That is a really weird first match mm -hmm. to my brain uh, because there's no young lions in it. 
which kind of weird me, weirds my brain out a bit. But there's very few young lions on this whole show, actually. So that's that's something. Okay. A lot of shit to do outside the ring. They got like cleaning yeah. and the, you know the all that stuff. I really like this start though because uh, Yano's starting, and uh, I think he's in there with uh, Farley. I'm pretty sure it's Farley. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't want to wrestle Farley. He wants to try and tag out, right. but uh, Juice. Juice, you uh, or more is a young lion. What am I talking about? Juice, okay. you and Tana kind of look the other way, uh, not letting him tag out, and they, then they start a Toriano chant. They're like, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no." Like, you got this, man. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So that okay. Was, <laughs> that was really funny, and uh, there's a I like I always like this spot. It makes me laugh when uh, someone goes to slam Farle. And actually picks him up this time, but they fall under the weight of Farley, which is cool. Which that was Juice this time. There's a really big chain stretch on Juice, and uh, Kenta even uh, tries to get the commentator to help. Milano wouldn't <laughs> help. What the hell, Milano? No, Come on. Not. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, what I do like is in the background. Every time someone runs the ropes near Evil, he takes a swipe like a cat. Every time yeah. he's got his arm out there swiping. I really like that. And yeah, of course, Scorpion Deathlock again on Yuya Remora. That was fun stuff. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that because I have a note <coughs> in here about Juice's growth. And it's a similar thing. Um, only when he tries, when he's trying to tag out, he reaches. And that is one of my favorite nerdy wrestling things. It's like, reach for a tag. Reach. Why not? Why aren't you trying to tag? So I really appreciate the fact that he did that. Uh, that was great. Um, also, I noticed that, um, uh, yeah, this is the one with Tanahashi, right? Yeah. So when Tanahashi, he gets a hot tag and he yells cover before he does a pin, which is funny. So <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that before, but he just yelled cover. Um, that Tana's was awesome. having fun in these shows, isn't he? Yeah, I, he's definitely goofing <clears throat> around. That's for sure. And then we had evil. Uh, he was in the corner and the guys are getting ready and here it comes. gets the whole thing that's right um so uh, that was fun now okay so there is something that happens in this match though that is absolutely ridiculous and i've never seen this before and what it is is that evil escapes a brab somehow by causing yuya to take to flip forward and take a bump so so yuya's got him in a brab and evil's legs are so strong that yuya just does a front forward like flipping bumps on his back and that's like that's the stupidest shit i've ever seen and i love it it's awesome yeah now some of these tag matches can get quite relentless but <laughs> i do appreciate it when like they're like all right chill pill we don't need to be full speed ahead let's have a bit of fun and then you see some real silly shit like that it's fucking funny <laughs> it's ridiculous i love it that's great <laughs> And uh, next up, we've got Honma, Nagata, and Kojima versus uh, Empire and Laundry. There's some pretty cool triple machine gun chops. Uh, the dads try triple teaming Cobb, and that's smart. I'd be trying to triple team the guy who get the pins every match as well. But, uh, yeah, we all know what's going on here. Honma obviously didn't see all of the islands 
the last time he took a tour. <laughs> so he's taking another tour now to see all the islands that he missed the first time. That's pretty great. Um, I I have an interesting thing here, a couple things. So first of all, Okan, a uh, super nerdy wrestling thing, but he does the ultra rare over the shoulder arm drag, which you never see, and it's so cool looking. Um, I love that. That was really cool. And more and more, he's doing these unique things. And Luke, what should we call his like move where he puts someone in the corner and sits on them? What should we call it? It's like Papa Squad or something like that. What do we call that? Papa Squad. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, it's like a Khan throne How or about something. Morning Constitution. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Because he's pooping. We'll figure it out. If you guys have a name for that move that Okan does where he sits on them in the corner, please send all of your emails to neveropenpod at gmail.com. Not junk mail. Uh, though. Don't like forward your junk mail to us, you know. We got we no, got no, an no. ad blocker though, so fuck y'all. Yeah. Um, we get junk. <laughs> um, also, Okan used the Mongolian chops to break up a hold. I like that. And, you know, yeah. I won't do the Ho Train joke again, but there's a Ho Train on Cop and a Ho Train on Hanma in this match. So, double Ho Train. <laughs> and Shit I guess... barely did anything in this match. I mean, barely anything. And I was okay with that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we go. We've got a match. Uh, LIJ, which is like all four members, because those motherfuckers don't get a night off, versus Sho, Goto, Ishii, and Okada. And the Chaos Squad comes out to Goto's music, which I imagine you hating a lot. Yeah, fuck Goto. There's fun stuff between an Okada and, and uh, Naito to yes. start. Yes. And Okada don't move like he's injured at the start of this match too. Like you just you still just don't know. There's just like this air of doubt about it, isn't there? But there's got to be something because uh, you know it, he hasn't been uh, quite the same. But yeah. There's more great Ishii Sonata stuff, and I, I sigh here because you know I wish Ishii had won. And there's war drums on Sonata as well. Oh, Look, yeah. this is a fun match where everyone gets like a, a chance to get their shit in, as you would say. But uh, here it is. It's now Bushi's turn to get his win back over Show. Yay! I it pisses me off that we this is like WWE bullshit when and and I know that's sacrilege, but I don't care. I don't like this when these guys just had you know a blow off to their mini feud, Ishii and Sonata, and now they're wrestling again. They're still mad at mm -hmm. each other. What the fuck? That yeah. pisses me off. I don't like that, and I know it's because they don't have enough wrestlers. I get it. It just pisses me off. But you know what doesn't piss me off, Luke? Is <coughs> nerdy wrestling shit. And I am going to tell uh, folks uh, a little bit about wrestling. So there is a spot in wrestling called the Universal Spot. Do you know what that is, Luke? You ever heard of that? No. So it's you've all seen it. We all know what it is. It's it's the, you know, uh, shoot them into the ropes, drop down, leapfrog, you know, shoulder tackle. That's the Universal Spot, right? And you rarely see the best wrestlers in the world do that spot. It's just like, it's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, you see it in like almost every match except like main events. You don't see that, right? There's a variation of it called the Lucha spot or sometimes it's called <coughs> the Lucha pass spot. And that is yeah. where um, instead of doing a leapfrog, basically the guy will go, the, instead of doing a drop down, the guy will go down, spread his legs, and the guy dives over him, right? You've seen that before. Fucking Okada and Naito do the Lucha Universal spot in this match, and I was like, marking the fuck out. It's like, 
it's like watching Steve Vai play a major scale. You know what I mean? It's like it's like um, you know, uh, Beethoven composing a lullaby. That's what it's like. It was like fucking right. I love that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. But uh, look, I just there's not much they can do like with these matches, and it just. <laughs> It inevitably pisses me off because I'm looking at it going, well, there's only two pinnable guys, which is bullshit. Why are we acting like Sho and Bushi are the only two who can get pinned? Because they just don't as have enough people, as, man. And I get even more angry when these tag matches go on. And I'm like, Akata's already lost. Yeah. Goto's already uh, lost. Spoilers. I mean, Can't they eat another pin? I, I, look, I'm just saying that because like, I don't like seeing Sho getting chumped out. And... Uh, well, with only one junior, I thought like Lij should be like New Japan should be like elevating Bushi a bit because there's only one junior in that group, and you know they can do that any time though. That's the thing is they can he can like, job out twenty times, and then all of a sudden they can start talking about what he did at that show, you know, in the triple threat. So you know, all right, I get dude. It. But as as long as we get into the best of super juniors this year, yeah, and there are tag matches with juniors and heavies mixed in. And the heavyweights are getting pinned out like little job That's bitches. Come on. No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does suck when you start a match <laughs> and you know that it is calm. I mean, you don't want to know that right off the bat. So I get it, you know. Um, but uh, I just, I hate to tell you this, man. But right now, show is just a guy. And I don't like that. But he is. No, I'm neither. sorry, buddy. So tonight was a pretty like pretty good night uh, in terms of tournament matches. We got three of them, so yay! Yeah, that's and, good. Uh, let's get started. We got David Finley versus Chase Owens, and uh, Chase is working the back. Look, I thought this match was pretty decent. Uh, both guys knew each other really well, so there's a lot of counters and fake outs which I enjoyed. Uh, Chase removes the padding uh, around the ring, making uh, Juice distract the ref. So Chase that just then. Uh, leaves leaves that runs in grabs the, grabs his Texas championship and hits uh, Finley with it. But there's a kick out, another solid exchange. Uh, but uh, look, there was there've been a few matches in this uh, New Japan Cup that have had finishes, and I'm just like, oh wow, that's a really cool finish. I liked that definitely. And and this is one of them because. Uh, Chase has him in for the package pile driver, and David Finley just turns it into a pin. Looked really good, uh, really cool reversal there, and uh, David Finley advances. So yeah, really cool. He, he almost died, but he's, he's, yeah, he's real close. <clears throat> he still pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is you know these two guys are solid, and you know. I, it's like one of those things, but in a place like New Japan with all these special talents, these kinds of guys get kind of lost in the shuffle, you know, and, and that's a shame, but it's good to see them get to shine a little bit here. Um, a couple of cool things I saw was that, you know, at the beginning, a Texas champion guy almost kills himself on a knee breaker thing, right? Like, or a backbreaker, excuse me, over his knee. And then later on, they're all, they're both like hitting sweet backbreakers to like make up for that one that happened earlier. It was awesome. There were three or four just fucking sweet ass backbreakers in this match. Backbreaker yeah. underutilized. Very cool move. Um, I really enjoyed that. Also, we had the very rare Canadian dropkick. From the Texas champion as well, which is a drop kick 
through the ropes. So uh, that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, I thought it was fine. It, it, you know, that, that finish was cool, was creative. Um, Chumpy, you know, obviously chumped the fuck out as he does. And um, that's maybe that's why Juice is so pissed at him. Yeah, I think that explains everything right there, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I didn't expect a bad match at all. In fact, I expected something quite solid. And instead, I got something that was... A little better than solid. It was yeah, quite I, good. I, I liked it. I would say they exceeded expectations for sure. Damn straight. All right. So maybe it's a good thing that there were three matches because if it was just a two night thing and this was the main event. Yeah. So oh, next I'm sorry. We've got I the, opened a window. Let me shut that. Yeah. We've got the match of Yujiro Takahashi versus Big Dick Yoshihashi. Oh. And uh, little Yoshihashi with a little brain and a little nut, little dick. <laughs> That's so funny. Charity's in the room when this match comes on, and uh, Charity's just like ragging on uh, Yujiro's music. And I, I say to her, like, That's the worst music in New Japan. To which she replied, He's the worst character in New Japan. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair. That's fair. <laughs> so remember, um, Pimpy's singles matches, dude. Like, yeah, got to drag it out on the outside. Use that pimp cane or Yoshihashi's big rod. And I, 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 I kind of tweeted that I thought Pimpy would win, so I kind of, I just braced myself. But uh, yeah, it turned out to be okay. Uh, you know, I'll, I may never put this as a match recommend, but uh, it was fine. Karma for the win, and. We get an interesting matchup next, which I, I, I tweet this out. I'm like, well, I'm kind of looking forward to Yoshihashi and David Finley, to which Gino replies, said no one ever. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> so. That was a fucking really good burn. And uh, I took it out on the chin going, all right, yeah, that that is true. But, you know, uh, I do kind of like the, uh, the big the big lug Yoshihashi, so I can't help that. But yeah, so uh, Yoshihashi wins, which means it's him versus Finley in right. the next round. Woo, woo, woo. This is my who could possibly care match of the week. We haven't busted that out in a long time, so there you go. <coughs> and uh, I'm going to do a, an impress impersonation of Yoshihashi. Hold on, i got to step away for a second here. Oh! Uh, that's my impersonation of Yoshihashi in this match. He he yells a lot, and um, yelling, it's like, okay, so um, I've seen a lot of student wrestlers, lots of wrestlers coming up, and one of the things that, that, that young babyface wrestlers do is they over... They, they, they do that a lot. They yell a lot. And, you know, like, oh, I'm firing up, so I'm going to let you know. And here's how I let you know. Ah, you know, and they, they say things like, come on. And they say, yeah. And they say, let me hear you. You know, and um, that's what he was doing. It's cheesy, generic babyface bullshit. Although, I must say, this match was not bad. It just was not good. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Also, yes, I know the Yoshi yelling can be annoying. But look at the expressiveness of his face, and they, that's why he yells so much. So, are you sure it's not? It. I mean, it might be because of that, or it might be little Yoshihashi with a little brain and a little nut, little dick. Maybe that's. I don't know. I don't know. Give me that. Yeah. 
But here it is. Uh, the match, oh, it's a really cool main event. It's Jay White versus Toa Hanare. Uh, on the way to the ring, just Jay just screams in New Umar's ear. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 uh, I can't remember if this match has happened before in a one-on-one main event situation, but uh, so anyone listening can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time two Kiwis have main evented oh. a uh, New Japan wrestling show. So that's true. That's pretty cool. Hanare even comes out with the haka at the start. He calls oh, Jay's mom a cyborg. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, the problem is like the haka won't really work. On another Kiwi, <laughs> all Kiwis kind of well, they all know the Harker. You, you see, you know, the All Blacks rugby team, they all do it at the start. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you're a, a white dude or a uh, or a Maori, they're all, they're all doing that Harker and stuff. So, like, you chose the like, looks intimidating and awesome as fuck. I like the Harker a lot. But, uh, yeah, Jay's not going to be impressed with that. And he's not. <laughs> and there's a great start to the match. It's like uh, Jay's making Hanare come to him, which is really cool. It goes back to what you were saying where uh, in, in our tag match last week. But it's true for pretty much his matches, Evil's matches, and Kenta's matches. They attack when they know they got the advantage and they just fucking go for it. Yeah. And uh, that's really cool shit. And Jay, though, man... They're fucking, his matches are suplex fiestas, and I love it. Uh, all sorts of different suplexes, but, you know, what's Gato's favorite? I uh, want, uh, I won't, won't mimic his voice, but he'll be like, I want the Kiwi. I want the Kiwi. kiwi he crusher? likes the Kiwi. Yeah, he likes the Kiwi crusher. He always calls for the Kiwi. And uh, <laughs> fucking Hanare does this amazing looking tackle. Uh, getting Jay into the corner is just fucking really cool. But uh, the ending's really fun. It's uh, two Snapdragons, then a Blade Runner. So it took uh, took quite a few uh, heavy-hitting moves to put Toa Hanare down, which I liked. I think Jay made Toa Hanare look pretty strong and like a pretty, bad, pretty cool badass in this. And, yeah, because Tanahashi had a first-round bye. Oh, my God. And this is tonight, dude. This is my night tonight. Jay White versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this promo in a second. Oh, but, yes. but first, but first, I just want to ask you, what do you think of Hanare's little ponytail? Uh, uh Okay. I don't. So you don't. All right. Well, I, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe his mom's a cyborg. I don't know. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I just... Sorry, that's a that's a smart wrestling fan joke, but um, it's a good one too. But I just uh, a couple things about this match that just stood out to me is that Jay cheats effortlessly. He cheats mm-hmm. like he's breathing with the switchblade, and um, he also like has. A, I'm gonna introduce you guys to another uh, backstage term. You know, smart marks in the house, and that is what's, what's called in betweens. So it's exactly what you think it is. It's what happens in between the moves. And Jay has the best in-betweens maybe I've ever seen. There, it's just, it's just fantastic. And and when I say the best, is he doing things that are out of control? Is he is he calling attention to himself? Is he doing all this stuff? It's not that. It's that he's doing what Jay White Switchblade the character would do. 
that's what he's doing. And those are the best wrestlers, you know, that are characters are the guys that do what their character would do. And, and there's a lot of wrestlers, most I would say that do not do that. So just my opinion, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I just, I thought this was really a great, um, kind of, I don't know what you call it, but it's kind of like a, uh, you said it, I'll say it's a fiesta. It's a fiesta of Jay bumping like a maniac and making Hanari look really strong before he beats him. And that's one of the yep. great things about New Japan is, is it's rarely that you find a squash match. And when you do, it's usually Yano outsmarting somebody, you know? And so it's just, it's really great uh, stuff. But after the match, um, Jay has a promo and he says that Abushi is trying to erase his name from history. And Jay says he's going to beat Fuck Tanahashi yes. and do him a favor. And, uh, and Tanahashi, and now I'm writing this, I'm writing, well, what if Tanahashi like throws in the towel because he realizes Jay has a better chance of beating Abushi and saving the day. And as I'm typing this, Jay suggests that so he's pretty much like, listen, you just let me reel or let me win because I have a much better chance of taking care of this problem that you got. And he keeps hitting the word real really hard. And when he does that, he does the real rock and roll a gun hand signal, which if you don't know, um, that is uh, when Finn Balor was the leader of Bullet Club. He called himself the real rock and roller, and he would do that with his hand. And that's where that comes from. Um, so interesting. Yeah. So just piggybacking on what you said, uh, Hanare and faces in general will do something to start the crowd clapping, maybe a stomp on the on the mat. Uh, clap the hands, stuff if, like that. If he's, um, if what he's, you notice if he's, in a J- Yoshi Jay White just screams, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. What you notice in a Jay White match though is, and I'm sure other heels do it too, but I, I just notice a lot more from him probably cause he's my favorite. And I kind of focus on him a lot more than pretty much everyone else. But <laughs> what he'll do is he'll, he'll mockingly start a clap and then the crowd starts clapping for the face and I really like that. That's really cool. He conducts the whole building yeah. like he's the conductor of an orchestra. It's awesome. And is is this the match where Hanare is just kind of laying down and there's a, a close-up of Switchblade and he's doing this weird kind of thing with his hands? He's just kind of, I don't know. It was a weird moment. Uh, Kieran did a, a pretty good uh, tweety of it. If you, I guess, go back to that night, you can see it. But it, 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 that kind of cracked me up. But, yeah, it's really cool, cool stuff. Jay cuts the fucking kind of promo that I wanted someone to cut. And he, it's a sick promo on God and how he's erasing his history and, and you know, he wants to take the title title back and make it back into two. You know, his name's on his name's on two of those. You got belts. it, yeah. And, and Abushi, you know, if you don't know this about Abushi, he has a long history of being a weirdo, and so like you know, like he does weird ass shit, and has always been the guy that wants to like, I don't know, let's let's uh, like if somebody's gonna wrestle on the moon, it's gonna be fucking Abushi, you know, like that's him. Yeah, it's what he wants to do, and he always wants to do weird shit, which is why he never committed to New Japan. So this idea of the titles being, um, you know, merged together is like something that he would think of. So it's very in character for him. And it's also something he would stick with, like something he came up with out of nowhere and was like, yeah, I think that'd be cool. And he's just going to stick with it. So, you know, that's kind of, this all, this all makes sense. This all is in line with what this, uh, this should be. And, and, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of digging it. Charity, charity reckons that what's going to happen is, um, someone's going to, beat Ibushi and bring it back to two belts. And 
I said to Charity, no, strap in. They're going to double, triple, quadruple down on this one title bullshit. Uh, That's my feeling on it. Uh, And I think, you know, uh, we bet each other a bottle of wine or something. I don't know how the deal ends, whatever, but. I think you're right. And I, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I'm interested to see what happens. We'll see. Well, I hate it, but if they're turning a a bushy heel, all right, I like it a tiny bit more. If it leads to a bushy getting his ass kicked, uh, I kind of like it a a tiny little bit more. Yeah, but uh, I just, yeah. We all know my feelings of this whole belt thing, so I'll move on. We've got night seven of the New Japan Cup. We're in a place that's spelled E-H-I-M-E. I have no fucking idea how to pronounce that. It's in Japan. Uh, yeah. So uh, send send all your letters to Mr. Andy at uh, oh, wherever he If you he got lives. an email, you know what I say to you if you got an email? Come on! Over! Yeah! There we go. All right. So uh, we start off with uh, Yoda Suji and David Finley versus Ishii and Yoshi Hashi. And, of course, Suji wants Ishii. Why not? You're a young lion, and there's a never guy in the ring. Yeah. So what do you do? Never you go it. after the friggin' never guy, because what's the what's the best way to show you're a fucking uh, tough young lion? It's to step up to the friggin' and never dudes. Yeah. But uh, t- it just uh, Suji is fired up, but uh, Ishii kind of shuts it down and just wails on the poor guy. <laughs> and I feel like. Uh, Ishii and Yoda had most of the time in the ring, yet it's supposed to be a preview of Yoshihashi versus David Finley. But uh, that's okay. I don't mind. I really like watching Ishii wrestle, and I really like Yoda Suji too, so I don't mind at all. Uh, Ishii puts uh, a brab on Yoda Suji, and uh, yeah, all Ishii needs to win is just a lariat. So, uh, ouch. Hey, man. Ishii Ishii needs to, like, get his legs... Or no, the other way around. Suji needs to like really work on the legs so he can do that flipping thing like the the evil did. Um, my only note on this match is that this crowd is fucking hot. This crowd is on fire, man. They are ready for this shit, and it's awesome. Hell yeah! Well, I have not come across the na- the 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 e h i m e place before since we've started doing this show from well. Or at least since I started writing down Paying the locations of where they take back. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, if that means that they don't get too much shows, uh, then I can understand them being super hot. Not only that, it's a pretty decent show tonight too. So, uh, yeah, that's another reason to be pretty hot. And our, our next match, we've got uh, Yuya Uramura, Tomoaki Homa, and Satoshi Kojima versus the rogue pimps who don't care. This is wrong. Because, you know, yeah, Fale, Pimpy, and uh, Jado. There's a hot shot start. And Honma starts with Jado. Jado being in this match means that Yuya's team could win. Because, uh, you know, I've seen it before with Jado or Gato on that team. Even Doki on occasion, I've seen this for, um, you know, that those three men could lose instead of the young lion on the other team. So it, it has happened. But I uh, don't think it happens this time. But uh, there's a Tongan massage by Fale and Jado with... Uh, Pimpy helping by standing on the outside, hands on their shoulders and just like pushing them down, which I find <laughs> found pretty fucking funny. So thank you very much, Ujiro. You put a smile on my face. I will give him props when, uh, you know, when he does something fun and cool that I like. So uh, I'm not just uh, 
uh, a blanket shit on people that I don't like. So there we go. I d- did praise Hom on last last episode, which he fucking deserved. So uh, I got excited about some uh, Farley bread action actually as well. So uh, I wish there was a little more of it. Uh, part of me wishes that we could get a Farley Mr. Bread match. I don't know why. I just I, well, I do know why. I like both men. I want to see them fight. The end. Uh, there's machine gun chops on Fale and Jado, and it's fucking awesome. Jado, uh, the ref counts another bullshit shitty pin, the kind that fucking red shoes would what never allow. Asshole. You know, what a foot asshole. on the chest. So, fuck you. Uh, what's what we? What's <laughs> his ref's ref? name? Future bald ref. Yeah, future bald ref. Yeah, we. I can't remember his name. I feel really bad. Marty Asami, Red Shows, Shoes Umino, and Future Ball Ref. Yeah. But yeah, there's a pimp juice on New Year, which is uh, But then for some reason, Jado just smacks <laughs> smacks a dead New Year with his stick after the match. <laughs> so literally beating Ooh. a dead horse. <laughs> I mean, probably because he fucked up, because this match is bad, Luke. It's real bad. It's so bad that I made up a little game. So, um, okay, so we have Mr. Bread. Hanma and Yuyamura, who is very young, we know that, versus Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, and Jada, who are all kind of old, but maybe you don't know how old they are. Which team has the most combined years alive? The young line team? You're right. And it's it's pretty close though. So um Jado, how old do you think Jado is? I don't know. I'd say like 45. He's 53. What about Fale? What about Fale? I don't think you'll... Fale, I think he's around our age is like late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, he's 38. And then Yujiro, how old is Yujiro? I'd say around the same, but 37, 38? He is 40 years old, coming to a total of 131 years. Now, we know Mr. Bread is 51. Yuyamura is 26, but how old is Hanma? I thought he was 44. You're right. He's 44, coming to a total of 121. And so you are correct. The Yuyamura uh, team with the Young Lion has the uh, lower number of years. But uh, I don't know. I just That's what I came up with because this is so <laughs> – don't watch this match. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's <laughs> what it is. And uh, so next we've got uh, LIJ, uh, which is all of them, versus Sho, Okada, Goto, and Nagata. And uh, – you know, for some reason I'm just going on tangents here in my notes as I'd like, there are four, this man sucks four defenses. Of it, that's why. Yeah. So I've, I've written here, four defenses for the six man never tags is the record. The chaos boys are now on three, by the way. Mm. So uh, the, uh, the best or the most uh, winningest uh, six man never champs. Do you know who it is? Uh, it's a really odd team. And it has happened since, I've started watching uh, okay. New Japan. I'm going to say it's a Suzuki team, and it's like some no. goofy Suzuki team, right? No. Okay. It's it's a, a it's Ryusuke Taguchi. Oh, it's Taguchi Japan. Shit. Togi Makabe and Toriano. Wow. So they're the winningest of the six-man nevers. That's weird. Uh, but uh, the, the current uh, champions, the three Chaos Boys, are uh, closing in on it. So, yeah. Uh, they've had, uh, yeah, so uh, that Taguchi team had it for four defenses and like 340 days. So, yeah, I was just writing that because, like, I'm watching this match. I'm like, well, it's either Bushi or Show. Got to trade those losses, baby. Got to trade them losses. Look, this is good stuff, but I know either Show or Bushi are losing. 
And I was, and uh, so yeah. Hey, Mr. Andy, uh, this is where I wrote and I uh, mentioned this earlier. Hey, Mr. Andy, during the best of Super Junior previews, do the heavyweights eat the pins? I mean, and you're like, uh, no. <laughs> At yeah. least, at least show pin Bushi. It's true. Uh, so it's true. at least they pinned each other. This one of them pinned the other one, rather than one of the heavyweights just kicking their ass. So at least there's that. Um, this is strange because Yuji Nagata is with the Chaos guys, and so the Chaos guys come out and they come out to like Goto's music, I think, and then Yuji yeah, Nagata, Nagata gets his own entrance on his own. So that was interesting. Uh, be- before the match, Okada limps around the ring, holding his back, pretending to be an old man. Um, nothing else to discuss here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we kind of saw this the previous night, didn't we? So, yeah. uh, yeah, let's move on. We've got an Toa Hanare, Juice Robinson and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the Sleepy King Jewels. I don't know why I only do that for the Bullet Club team, but I think it's just, I guess, kind of easier. Yeah. But so, yeah, uh, there's, uh, Yajiro is on commentary and I'm, I'm just curious. Does he talk about pimp life? Does he tell? Does he inform everyone on how pimp life's going over during the COVID era? Because like, Pimpy only had. Yeah. That's what's Pimpy going on. Had, That's what's going on in his head all the time. <laughs> Pimpy only had one lady client, and uh, she's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah. I love the start of this. Jay poses and he kind of makes fun of Tanahashi calling him fat. Uh, <laughs> tells Hanare to go away because he's yesterday's news. Get out of here. Yesterday's news. Fuck off. So uh, I'm glad someone acknowledged something like that rather than go, why are Ishii and Sonata fighting today? Like Sonata should have just made at least, at least like in his cold skull style, just done a, like a shooing motion with his hands or something. But yeah, this match has one of my fucking favorite finishes uh, that I've seen in a tag match in a while. It made me fucking laugh my ass off. Of course, there's great stuff between Tanahashi and Jay, as expected. But Tanahashi puts the Texas champ in the Texas Cloverleaf and makes him submit. And it made me fucking burst out laughing. Tanahashi's having a good time. I'm having a good time watching him having a good time. And yeah, that was really fucking funny. <laughs> this is the match where Juice tells Ref Chumpy he's the worst ref he's ever seen in his life, which was funny. Um, <laughs> you know, and Hanari's trying to seek revenge, like you said, but all, you know, Jay need, all Jay needs is like a little tiny distraction to take over and start taunting Tanahashi. Uh, Juice rags on Chumpy throughout the whole match. And. <laughs> Tanahashi finally gets in versus Jay and Tanahashi's noticeably slow here um, and maybe that's on purpose I don't know but Jay does call for the TTO at one point I heard that and uh, that was cool the Tana tap I out I see one of those yeah for real and I just I'm kind of getting bored of the formula that these matches have that kind of all yeah. this repetitive formula and it's like oh boy come on just do something different so I was a little little meh on this one but uh, we are about to be saved because oh my goodness good stuff is to come so Oh, just dude, I know I've know I've been on this train for the last couple episodes now, but you just go back three or four episodes, and I'm still like, I don't know about this. I can't, dude. I just don't know about. I just I need to see something now. It's just like night and day. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just fucking praising him every show now because here it is, and this is special in my opinion because this is Grado Khan's first Toriyanu 
singles match. And yeah, spoiler alert, I fucking loved it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Okan turns his back to Yano at the start. He's like, go on, take my hands together. I don't give a fuck. So Yano does. I mean, he doesn't do it that much. But uh, who cares? Uh, Okan breaks free. And just Yano tries all sorts of ways to mess with Okan and just get under his skin. But none of it's really fucking working until he gets in with the good old exposed turnbuckle. It never fails. (laughs) And that kind of starts turning the tide a bit. Like uh, Yano ties great Okan up to the ring barrier. And Okan is just like... I've got the will to win, motherfucker, and I don't give a shit. And the crowd gasps because um, the cutting of the hair is a big deal in Japan. Shit. Fucking huge deal. So the crowd audibly gasps, which, you know, that's a no-no, but sometimes, like, something happens and then it's like, (gasps) what the fuck? It was awesome. And Okan cuts his hair free and goes after Yano with the scissors. And uh, then uh, fair play. Uh, roll up and Yano advances. But uh, I skipped over it, but there's one part where Okan just made Yano wrestle. And, and yeah, yeah. Yano out wrestled him too. <laughs> yeah. The chemistry in this match was awesome. Like, how do you do this, like, super serious Okan dude with Yano? This is how you do it. And I thought it was hilarious. And I thought it, Okan looked kind of badass too, even though he lost to Toru Yano. So, yeah. How, how do you make yourself look like a badass even though you just lost to the biggest comedy character in New Japan? Uh, this is how you do it. I thought he looked absolutely dope. And the, the part that made him look the, the, like the badass was him just cutting his hair free. It was really cool shit. Uh, I was kind of going for Okan because like he just beat Naito. So I thought, oh, surely he's going to... No, we got Yano in the third round. Hey, I'm, not, I'm definitely not disappointed at all. It was absolutely wonderful match, great finish, really cool chemistry. I want them in the same block in the G1, please, uh, in a few months down the line, because I want a rematch. Great stuff. Yeah, this match is fantastic, and you're wondering what they're going to do. You know, is Okan going to be able to rise to do comedy? You know, because I know that he's not, you know, I mean, he's not quote-unquote doing comedy, but he has to react to this stuff. And yep. he does an excellent job. He does exactly what the character of Ocon would do. And it's just it's just excellent pro wrestling. He uh like you know, he's overconfident at first, as we said, you know, with him, you know, offering Yano his hands and stuff like that. But it's it's he does like a really good job to just be a foil for Yano's goofy shit. And he doesn't fall for it. Like you said, he's, he's, you know, he's not going to fall for that shit. He watched a Yano match. He knows what's going on. But when they do the wrestling stuff, um, they actually do the boo. Yeah. Spot too, you know, where they're like, you know, hitting each other in the face over and over again. Yano doesn't even take his shirt off for the whole match, which is funny. But one of my favorite parts was Okan goes for the claw and Yano catches his hand and we get that like, you know, that moment in a movie where a guy's pushing a knife towards another guy's face and he's holding yeah. his hat. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, you know, and, and then they put the claw on each other, which was really fun. And yeah, you like you said, I mean, Yano tied Okan's hair to the barricade and Okan just cut his hair. And I thought, oh, that's got to be, a, you know, an extension. But no, that's his real hair that he cut. Oh, yeah. And that is fucking insane, man. And he's there's all these pictures on Instagram of him now, you know, holding his hair like flowing. And there's a picture of him with a big bone in his mouth. And he looks like a wild man. And it's 
it's fun because he continues to wrestle with the free flowing hair and it kind of works. I kind of like it, you know, I don't know. I'm, I was yeah. also kind of rooting for uh, Ocon because I want to see more singles matches, but they are yeah. not just going to give us uh, dessert before dinner. You know, we're going to have to eat dinner and uh, then we might get dessert and that dessert will be another Ocon uh, singles They're match. dangling the Ocon carrot in front of us. Oh, you like him now? Well, just you wait. <laughs> oh, but we, we want it now. No, no, no. Just wait. Please, please, Mr. Gato. No, no. You'll be right. Just you, trust me. You, trust me. Yeah. So, uh, fucking, real, dude, I, I, I fucking loved it. Uh, it was so fucking good. Oh, man. And really cool main event right here. And we've got Evil versus Jeff Cobb. So, uh, look, this is a big, big man battle, big kind of horse fight. Uh, this is a really cool start, like massive drop kick by Jeff Cobb, bang right away. Fucking evil ch- baseball chair by Evil as well. Like these two are just going at it. It's really cool, and <laughs> and it goes the way that Evil matches tend to go these days. Which uh, uh, it's just seeing the uh, the annoyed tweets. Just this just makes me smile because it just makes you think. Evil's doing his job good because you guys are getting fucking pissed off. <laughs> Everyone wants to see Evil get his ass kicked now. And I'm just like, yep, yep. Great. <laughs> he's doing his job good. So if he's getting under your skin, it's fucking working. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So there's uh, obviously some uh, distractions uh, by uh, Dick Togo. There's another guy that came out too, isn't there? Oh, yeah, Yujiro was on um, yeah. commentary, and he came out and helped out with the finish. Yep. So, uh, you know, I know everyone was hoping to see more Cobb throw people around, but don't worry, we'll get that at tags and stuff too. But, uh, it's the same thing with Okan, you know, they're dangling. Yep. It's good. Yeah, we want you want more of uh, this this Jeff Cobb? Mm, we're not giving it to you all yet. And I'm just like, damn it. But uh, yeah, this uh, you know all these kinds of distractions and every and uh, the STO everything is evil like uh, takedown and evil advances. So yeah, uh, I I really I really liked it. It's pretty solid stuff. I know it's going to get under some people's skin, but I think it's going to lead up to at some point this tournament evil getting some measure of comeuppance. I can't see him winning two years in a row. I, I thought Cobb looked awesome in this match. Like, even yeah. though he lost, he looked awesome. He, he superplexed uh, Evil from the apron somehow. I don't know how you do that, but he did it. He's like, Evil's standing on the apron, and Cobb's on the second rope, and he just reaches down and picks him up and superplexes him from there. Like, how the yeah. fuck did you do that? That was awesome. Tons of feats of strength, you know, from Cobb, including a double power slam. That's right. He has two guys, and he power slams both. So, that was awesome. Hell. Hell yeah. um, you know, it, it ended like you think it was, but I, I thought Cobb looked amazing in this, and man, it's making yeah. that G1 look better and better. I mean, because I think that sometimes these guys, we saw it with Doki, and we've seen it, you know, uh, with other guys in the past too, is that they're kind of limited as what they're kind of maybe allowed to do as they're coming up. And the more and more we get to see of them and the more we get to see them kind of come out of their shell, the better off, you know, the better the matches are. And Cobb has, you know, obviously at, at Wrestle Kingdom, he like busted right out of the shell and now he's doing all kinds of cool shit and it's great to see. Yeah. Uh, I think I've always liked Cobb, but it's it until like that Shingo match, 
and at the dome, my favorite cob was Monster Matanza. You know, that was my favorite cob shit. Yeah. But it's this run, just from that match with Shingo and just his run up to, well, now I know it hasn't been that long. I've loved it. I think he's been a fucking phenomenon. And uh, I can't wait to see what they do with Jeff Cobb next. Just like I can't wait to see what they do with Great Khan next. So, yeah. Luke, why, you know, they're not giving us everything here. they want. What, we what want to see your, what happens next. What was your favorite thing from Lucha Underground? My favorite thing? Yeah. Um, or one Pentagon, of them. Pentagon Jr., probably. Okay. Gotcha. You don't have like a moment. There's not like a moment that you think of when you think of Lucha Underground. You go, oh, that was fucking sweet. Yeah, it's it's the end of that um, Pentagon Vampiro match. I think it was one of my favorite moments. There's so fucking many, and you put me on the spot. But uh, like Matanza just clearing house at that Aztec Warfare was fucking dope Dude, as well. One of these days, we're gonna we're gonna cover that match just for no reason because it's like the greatest match of all time. It's so good. It's my, so fucking well booked too. Oh my god, that match is great. <laughs> my favorite moment is, um, you know, Dario Cueto is talking to Black Lotus, and he's telling a story about how you know this this Red Bull that he has, and he says, you know, he's like, yeah, when I was a kid, my my mother and he she used to you know beat me, and and once she was beating me with a, a hot iron, and Matanza, he said no more, and he beat the mother until she couldn't hurt them anymore. And that's, and he beat her to death with this, this red bull that used to be white, but it's got the blood of their mother on it. And black Lotus is like, she's like, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And Dario Cueto, after this big, long soliloquy of sadness, he goes, Oh no, that was a happy memory. That's when I learned that I love violence. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. I love it. Fuck man. I always loved him. You think he's going to come out and interfere with the match. And he's like, like I've seen Dario come out during a match where like these guys are beating each other up with stuff and you know, th th there's going to be a D cube and he just opens his office and sticks his head out. It's like, I like violence. <laughs> Five more minutes. Let the match continue. No disqualification. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. I like how this guy. Yeah. Dario. Really and maybe one of these days we'll uh, like, if we ever get tired of new Japan, maybe we'll do a Lucha underground podcast. That'd be fun. Maybe, yeah. Hey, if you want more excuses just to uh, uh, chinwag with me about some wrestling, we, we can always just uh, slowly do uh, every episode of Lucha Underground. Oh, my <laughs> hey, God. We're back. Uh, you know, I know you were worried about it earlier, but now we're finally back at the home of the B-League Dolphins. So that's the big deal, you know, oh, in this New sweet. Japan Cup on 313. So That's right. We are at Aichi for night eight of the New Japan Cup. And we start with Yano, Yoshihashi, and Ishii versus Gabriel Kidd, Yoda Suji, and David Finley. Uh, yeah, and here we go. Young Lion. Guess who he goes after? Or guess who they both... Yeah, they go after the Never guys. Yeah, Gabe is going after Ishii. And just like... Uh, just like uh, Suji the night before, you know, he, he gets beat the fuck up. Gabe gets... Uh, Yoshi, Yoshihashi in a brab. And, uh, you know, the, this is the funny thing. At the start of the match, Gabe goes straight for Ishii to show how tough he is. At the end of the match, he loses to the butterfly lock. Ishii's not impressed. 
I I only have one note from this match. I I did what um, Kid picks a fight with Ishii because he's putting on a single lug grab to Suji, which is weird. They 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 like the young lions are sticking up for each other lately, which is bizarre. Um, but it is what it is. And then you know Yoshihashi, uh, he was in the corner and something happened. That's right. It happened to him. Um, and uh, that's all I got. I want this yeah. won't happen. This is just for this episode, guys. So, okay. <laughs> so next we've got uh, Doki, Taichi, and Zack Saber Jr. versus uh, Empire and Laundry. Dirty, and yeah, uh, so this is like I want to see the lineup of this match. I'm like, oh, uh, Doki's going on a fucking tour. It's the only. Uh, I f- felt like that for sure, but no. Someone someone lost a big match the night before. I mean, Grado Khan. So you know, yep. it's Khan's turn to win. So the ten or eleven six man winning streak by Jeff Cobb has been uh, finished because uh, there's an eliminator on Doki, and Grado Khan wins. Uh, Doki could not definitely could not keep the chokey on him. Oh, I was so happy to see Taichi back because Taichi's in this match, and he doesn't do mm-hmm. much, but he's in there, you know, and um. The the end. This is the free flowing hair con. You know he's got his hair flowing, yeah. and it's, it's like Cheeto Mania too. But my favorite part of this match is the finish. The finish is fucking cool because what happens is it's like you got Doki. He runs towards the ropes and he flips backwards over the ropes onto the apron. Okan reverses the Daybreaker DDT into a Dominator choke slam. Fucking cool, but um. You know, they're doing the roll call. The Empire Laundry boys are doing the roll call. And fucking uh, Suzuki Goon just attacks them. And it's hilarious. They're like, fuck you. And Zack Sabre Jr. like runs in there, busts up a uh, shithead, and then fucks his arm up real bad and then runs away. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Very that. cool stuff. And yeah, uh, here we go again. Uh, Bushi Naito Sonata, Sho Okada Nagata. <sighs> Look. And I call this out when they do it in the lower card. Do I like Mr. Bread? Yep. Did I call out this repetitive bullshit when every match ended the same? I mean, 16 lariats in a row wins. And I'm just like, you're kidding me. Honma couldn't win like a couple of these? Like, what the fuck, man? I think you're pretty strong after 16 young wins. Like, let Honma get a couple of these. So I'm going to call it out when I see it. When it's not in the lower card, where it's somewhere a little higher, that these finishes are the fucking same. It's Bushi or show losers, and why does New Japan gotta do show so dirty? Skull end. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should ask the listeners. Should we continue to cover these these tag matches like constantly, like in these tournament situations? I mean, what do you guys think? You know, I'd like to hear from the listeners about that because I am all about maybe just saying, you know, the results of these matches and then moving on to the other stuff that's awesome yeah. that we want to talk about. Because this shit is so repetitive and boring. I got nothing on this. Show win or show loses. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. But uh, next we've got uh, Hanare, Juice, and Tanahashi versus the Evil Rogue Kings. Nice. And there's Yano on commentary, which is fun. Uh, I assume. I have no idea. But... Uh, <laughs> It's fun at Look, the end. I, I know you just said that, and I, I, part of me agrees with it, but then I see a match like this where Jay's walking around the outside as uh, Tanahashi Seam is playing, and he gets his face in front of the camera. He's like, go, Jay! 
to to the Aces music, which fucking makes me laugh so much. Uh, Juice can't open his jacket; his zip is fucked, which just makes me laugh even more. Fucking Hanare and Tana get Jay into like a double brab, which makes me chuckle. Uh, Jay walks by Yano at one point and asks him where his dumb trophy is. It's fucking. Oh man, I'm just laughing so much at this match. Then he helps Fale by giving Juice a tongue and massage. Oh, look, Tanner and Jay are having fun, but you just know when they, when it's match time, these two guys are just going to fucking go. It's awesome. Jay gives Hanare a Snapdragon, then sends Hanare straight into the Everything is Evil, which I thought yeah. was a pretty cool finish. So, yeah, I know sometimes we should just be like, we've been pretty short on some of these, shorter than usual. It's so, true. look, uh, so... We fucked around I'm, too I'm much t- at the beginning, though. We're still going yeah. super long, so... Hey, but, but we got five shows. Remember that yeah. time we had two shows? We still got two hours? Like, yeah. whoa. It's every time. Yeah. It evens out each yeah. time. It's, it does. But, uh, yeah, look, some of these don't need to be mentioned so much, but uh, this match, look, uh, I know... This is good, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it was fucking good. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you've noticed this, too, but Jay and Tanahashi are having kind of like a mini feud over the dragon screw a little bit, and... Yeah. You know, this was like the match, I think, where Tanahashi finally got him on it, you know, and he'd been working on it or something like that. Tanahashi also has mind control over Ref Chumpy because he gets him to put down Tanahashi's le- leg when Evil was doing his, like, goofy, you know, thingy, uh, you know, here, hold my leg type thing. Um, and he just he just looks at Chumpy and Chumpy puts it down. I'm like, wow, that's pretty good, mind control. Um, Dick, take, Dick Togo takes the worst bump ever in this match. He, like, runs in the ring and goes to do, like, a shoulder tackle bump and just it's the worst bump ever. It's awesome. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, and after the match, Evil looks over to commentary and he stares Yano down and points at him. And Yano acts scared as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's next for them. <laughs> We're getting another Evil versus Yano match. Who's going to win that? Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's, hold on. That it is Kyle! Who's going to win? Yeah. It's uh, tough. That's the thing, because uh, Yano matches all of all Yano matches, and that's the beauty of Yano. All every Yano match could go either way. I think and, Evil's gonna win that, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. They they have got a lot of history, so this will be fun shit. So that'll be fucking amazing. Speaking about fucking amazing, Mister Andy. Yeah. Here we go, Kenta versus Minaro Suzuki. Oh this God. is apparently the first time these two men have wrestled in about sixteen years. Fucking Kenta comes out. Like like normal for his theme tune, but when you when it when you see the back of him, he's got like a newspaper tucked in his into the back of his trunks. And when Suzuki's music hits, fucking Kenta is reading the newspaper, just fucking reading it far out. There's so like uh, Suzuki and then Red Shoes get gets the paper off him, and it goes to the outside. Kenta rolls back and grabs the paper. Starts reading it as he's walking around. Suzuki leans over and like grabs the paper, put puts it puts it on the fucking gra- puts it on the middle of the ring, flat. Then he sits cross-legged and thanks for Shelton for your uh, fast translate tweeter here because what he says was is uh you want to read the paper? Do it here. <laughs> this is this is one hundred percent 
babyface shit that Suzuki's doing too. That is the one. That's the leaning on the ropes. Like here, I'll open the ropes for you. That's that shit. It is awesome. I love it. Yep. Oh yeah, everyone. Suzuki is the face in this match. It's great. That's how fucking heel Bullet Club is right now. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> awesome. There's a point where Red Shoes almost counted a shitty pin, mm. but uh, the pin didn't go go through. But you know, I let it slide because it's Suzuki and he'll fucking kill you. So that's fine. Fuck man, this is so good. And then for it and like for a time, Suzuki's kicking out at one. Both men are tearing each other apart with submissions. There's this fucking one gnarly half grab by Suzuki. Oh man, then the slap fucking fight starts. Holy and shit. It starts off pretty even, but then Suzuki's just slapping the shit out of Kenta. And I'm like, oh fuck, this is going to be, this is it. He goes to put, like, Kenta's just taken a massive slap beating. He's get put, he gets put into the gotch position, and then he shifts his body, puts Suzuki on his shoulders, go to sleep, and Kenta survives Minaro Suzuki. I loved this match. Yes, it does start out funny and fun. But then these, this turns out into a fucking brawl, brutal grudge match where they're just ripping, tearing it at each other. I loved it. Uh, what do you think? It's, it's fantastic. When, when Kenta pulled out the newspaper, I stood up and go, holy shit, like that. Because that is fucking funny. And that's, that's uh, you know, uh, Mr. Andy 101 fucking amazing shit that I kind of love, you know. They did that comedy routine. It was just great. And I'm just watching Suzuki doing the babyface shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God. He's, he's playing the role as the toughest nails babyface vet. It's great. And it's all about yeah. that insane slight slap fight that they have like midway through the match. It's long. It's violent. Kenta kind of wins out of nowhere. On his way out of the arena, uh, down the aisle, he sells his ears and his face is swollen. You can see from being slapped in the face over and over, his cheeks are getting puffy. Um, so, first of all, let's just go ahead and get this over with. I mean, this gets the never as fuck seal of yes. approval, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Here we go. Never as fuck. Ah, I love it. <laughs> and then I was watching this and I was texting with our buddy Lexus Montez and he's like, hey, you ever seen the Noah match? And I'm like, man, it's been so long. Um, and he's, you know, hit me up to that. And I, so I watched the Noah match, uh, which was in 2003, I think, or 2005. And mm. it's like 10 times as stiff and 10 times as crazy, and it's just... There's a part in that match where Suzuki, like, towards the end, Suzuki puts Kenta in the sleeper and flips him over, like, so hard, it, it like, flips him into a rear-mounted version of the same thing. It's fucking insane. So stiff. I highly recommend you check that out. It is on YouTube. Um, it's not a recommend for the week, but man, that is something great. And there was a little bit of kind of rhyming poetry type things where things that Kenta couldn't get out of in their first match, he was able to get out of in this in the in this one. So they did some some deep dive shit in this, and it's clearly never as fuck. It's it's fucking awesome. Go watch this. Yes, do it, do it now. Uh, yeah. Uh, not only that, uh, you have sent me the link for that uh, Suzuki. Kenta match, and I don't know who wins. Uh, so, 
I'll I'll definitely have to check that out. That is his car! In the very near future. Yeah, he's going to win. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Now, here we are, our main event. We've got Shingo versus Goto. And I'm, sit- I sit- I'm sitting here, I'm watching this match, and I've got one thought in my brain. Please win, Shingo. Please, <laughs> please win. Two reasons. Two. One, I want Shingo to win because, <laughs> well, if Jay White's, like, my favorite dude, I'm, well, Shingo's probably my second favorite dude at the moment, you know? So I always want to see him win, just like I like always seeing Switchblade win. So I'm watching this, and that's one, my one, yes, win for that reason, because, like, I I think you're awesome. And reason two is because I do a podcast with someone who doesn't like Goto, (laughs) and I don't think I'd ever hear the end of it if he lost to Shingo. And I would probably jump on right onto that bandwagon if, uh, if, uh, look, you've just beaten Okada, then you lose to, to fucking Dude, Goto? Situations fuck like out this, of here. Situations like this are why I originally started hating Goto, because he would win matches like this, and it would piss me the fuck off. So, mm-hmm. so I'm watching. Look, this is fucking really cool stuff. Uh, I really like Shingo and Goto's chemistry. It's just, it's a, it's a it, what? It's a never match. Like, this might be a New Japan Cup tournament match, but these guys have a never match, and it's a fucking really good one. They've they've even had battles over the title themselves, so this obviously doesn't have that title involved in it, but this is definitely a fucking uh, awesome kind of never match. I'm I'm nervous. I'm really nervous because I really want Shingo to win. Even though he starts hitting all his shit, I'm still nervous because, like, no Shigami. All right, cool. All right, cool. We're getting there. We're getting there. All right. Made in Japan. All right. We're one step closer. Just, just come on. Last of the drain. Come on. <laughs> then it's GTW. And I'm like, fuck. Reverse GTR. No, no. Stop it. No, 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 no. Last of the dragon. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, Loved it. <laughs> I, I definitely went on a roller coaster of emotions as well in this match. Clearly. Um, it's, I, I mean, it's fucking, this is a fantastic match, you know? And, um, I I also was very angry at Goto because I always am angry at him, but he also took away Tai Chi versus Shingo from us. And I'll never forgive him for that. He's got, he's got to pay. So, um, he paid, you know? And, uh, one thing I appreciate, appreciate about this match is they both tried to win right away. I like it when wrestlers try to win. It's a very close near fall right at the start. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Shingo loses his mind. Did you see his reaction? <laughs> so oh, yeah. funny. He's like, Too- his eyes are wide, and he's like, oh, fuck. And, and this match is the never, you know, New Japan strong style match. That's what this is. And so, you know, if you're ever wondering what the term strong style means nowadays, it means this. And I know it didn't mean that originally, so all you fucking nerds out there, don't give me shit. This is, you know, words, this is a living language, and words change, and this is what it means now. So mm-hmm. um, we had a really cool drape, top rope draping GTR by Shingo towards the end. And, oh, yeah. And then he hits a pumping bomber. And Goto kicks out, and I stood up and yelled, fuck that, at like 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's like, sorry, whoever was, 
heard me, my neighbors. But um, and yeah. uh, and then last the dragon. What this is a cool finish because it really played with my emotions because Goto kicks out of that, which is scary. But then immediately Shingo's like, "Well, I am gonna win this," and he just picks him up for last the dragon right then and there. He doesn't fuck around anymore, which I love that. So Shingo, yeah. you know the baby face. He at the end of the match because he's a good guy, he's forced to give respect to the loathsome Goto, you know. But I will say. This does get the never as fuck seal of approval. Hell yeah. Never as fuck. That's fucking two in a row, by the way. Yeah, and this is both, both of them deserve it. I was uh, really Kento. looking forward to that match because I knew it would be awesome, you know? I mean, Goto, yes, yeah. I fuck, I, I hate him and shit, but I mean, give credit where it's due. The dude can crush this type of match. This is his style. And so, yeah. you know, I just, when, when he was... When, you know, what, five years ago or something like that? It's like, how many times did he get in Naito's way? How many times did he get in Kenny Omega's way? Uh, so I'm glad he didn't get in Shingo's way. Me too. Because uh, Bitch. I want I want more Shingo, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, if you bear with me for just a second, Mr. Andy... I just uh, I've been trying to put up uh, at least when someone wins who are that who they're going to uh, wrestle next at least so uh, yeah uh, it will be uh, Shingo versus Kenta in round three right. yeah Holy that's gonna be something. fuck that'll be never as fuck too and we're gonna hit the sound effect so I can't wait for that and yeah. you know I think that we're gonna get. A lot of, uh, you know, Kenta trying to play mind games and trying to stick. He's going to do the heel thing, which is like, yeah, I know you want that never as fuck match, but it's going to take a while to get there. And like 10 minutes yeah. into the match, they'll finally get their hands on each other and start doing that shit. It'll be it'll be really fun. Yeah, I agree. And here we are, dude. New Japan Cup, night nine in uh, Hyogo. I, yeah. It's, Look, it's we've got that. Uh, Baycom yeah. Gymnasium. Yep. <laughs> so we've got Yano, Yoshihashi, and Ishii versus Yuya Uramura, Yoda Suji, and David Finley. And this is why, when I, where I wrote, why is Yano in this match and not the other member of the six-man never tags? I don't know. Why is this like, in a match? You could have the exact same finishes for all these matches, for, for the chaos matches, but just swap Yano and Goto around. It makes sense. Look, you've got the six-man never champs. Why don't you have them wrestle sometimes? It, look, it's just a young line match with Yoda, Yuya, and Finley. Just struck me as, as, as weird, especially now that Goto has been eliminated from yeah, the tournament. Why, there we go. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, Why it couldn't we have that? Anyway, uh, <laughs> she just wails on poor Yuya, so fucking damn. Uh, it, it, it's a fun match. Yuya and Yota get in a lot of offense, which is cool. And even the finish is different. So, uh, yeah, uh, brain buster on Yota. All right, yeah. what's the next match? We got uh, Doki, Taichi, and Suzuki oh. versus the Sleepy Rogue Texans. There's <laughs> a hot, there's uh, a hot shot start, uh, and it's allowed because it's a Suzuki Goon match. Yes, by the way, allowed, yes, <laughs> yeah. By the way, poor Doki. Uh, it's a fine match, but uh, it's not for anything. No. But look, all right, uh, Taichi Suzuki eliminated. Fale. Uh, Fale and uh, Chase eliminated. But they were uh, on the bus, so they got to wrestle, you know. So it, it, it's the same thing as the Ishii Sonata thing. Like the next night, 
you've got Kenta and Suzuki in the ring again, and yeah. But oh well, there is a, uh, a Doki Choki, and I tweeted uh, the previous night. I tweeted tweeted out about the Doki Choki, and uh, Gino got me with another burn. Uh, I think he said something for like, uh, "That's my thing. It's my artist. Yeah. Yeah, it's gimmick infringement." So. Tonight, I was calling it, uh, I, I said, I tweeted him, I said, what is the Doki strangle? Is that okay, Mr. Gino? And he liked it, so I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Don't call it that. It's got to be Doki Choki. Oh, of course. Uh, you only, know, I realized during this match that, um, remember that young lion that was supposed to debut and then he got hurt? And yeah. I was like, man, I wonder what happened to him. Because we have, he, it, like, the last thing we heard was he'd be ready for this tour. And he wasn't. And uh, we still don't hear it. There's no news. So that's sad. Yeah, very sad. Because uh, I'm really pumped for some new young line blood. Wrestlers. Well, excuse me. And uh, here we go. We got uh, Sho Okada and Goto versus Bushi, Naito, and Shingo. Who the fuck cares? What is it, Bushi this time? Also, I, I look at the Chaos Squad. We've got Sho, Okada, and Goto. And I'm like... Shingo's beaten all three of these guys in the last week or so. He kicked all their fucking asses. <laughs> so Shingo should have just been standing there looking at the three of them going. He should pin all fucking. three. He line up all three of them, stack them up, do the, do the fucking uh, senton, the running senton, and then pin them all right there in the middle of the ring. Damn straight. <laughs> but uh, not, only, not only is it Bushi's turn to win, though, uh, Bushi's, Bushi's turn to lose, uh, show beats him. So, yeah, there is that. But, yeah, you know, I think everyone knows that you and I are pretty passionate about New Japan and we love it. But there's so many tags that you and I are really seeing patterns and things and we're getting a bit burned out. So, yeah, which is why we're... Tournament I time. I, yeah, tournament time's tough right now. It just yeah. is. And it's just the way it is. I don't know. And it's... Look... Some of the matchups and stuff might be odd and stuff, but you got to remember, like, it's COVID era. It, it's going to happen. So we got uh, Hanare, Juice, and Tana versus the Evil King Pimps. And uh, Juice, dude, I noticed that David Finley didn't do it earlier in the day, and Juice didn't do it too. I'm like, Juice, dude, if you don't wear your title to the ring, Jay will, want it. Jay will teach you to respect it <laughs> by fucking going for it. So bring your fucking gold. To the ring, that and I don't see why that they they left it in America because they already lost it, you know, at the oh, tapings. Right. That's what it makes me think of, you know, because yeah. otherwise, what the fuck? I mean, that would be the whole point of putting the belts on them is that so New Japan yep. watchers would see them. But since they don't what have them, it's like, wait a second. Yep, because what I've noticed in New Japan is if you've got a title from another company, you're allowed to wear it to the ring. You see that with the Rev Pro title. You saw that when ELP had the Rev Pro uh, Junior title, Texan title right now. You see it all the time. So, yeah, uh, that did strike me as odd. And if they don't have it in Japan with them, oh, oh they've lost the route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Taichi's on commentary as well. Uh, Tanner trying not to laugh, though, when Jay's doing his pose-off shit at the start. Like, <laughs> he did. Tanner just puts his... Tanner just puts his head near his armpit. He's just fucking trying not to lose that's it. That's amazing. And that's like, and I love that. And that's where I just write, ah, oh, they're all bros. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking cool. Yeah, Big Match J is an amazing suplex machine. 
but Tag Match J is just fucking hilarious. Damn, he's fucking awesome as shit. Love their chemistry. I really wanted Pimpy to get pinned by Hanare in this match, but guess what's better? Ah, uh, high fly flop. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, if I was to pick a finish better than that, yeah, it, uh, for, at least for the uh, you know the Tanner guys to win, it it's a high fly fucking flow. So yeah. How can I complain about that? I can't. I've noticed never... that Tanahashi hits those like the day or two before his big match. So like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yep. he's going to hit the high fly flow and win a match like the day before his big singles match. That's just like, that's a pattern I've been seeing. So yeah. and not only that, he tapped out uh, Chase to the Texas Cloverleaf right. on the lead up. So that they, they, they're setting it up. Like he can, he can beat you on the ground. In a, in a submission or just jump on top of you from the top rope. So, yeah, really cool shit. And, all right, so next we've got – oh, did you want to talk about that match? No, well? no, I don't. All right, cool. All right, so now <laughs> we got uh, Yuji Nagata versus Sonata. All right, I think I'm going to surprise you with what I'm about to say, Mr. Andy. It'll either make perfect sense or just shock. I don't know. But here we go. And this all stems from a conversation uh, that I saw on the Tweety, and I'll get into that. Look, this is a solid match, but I'm rooting for the dad the whole time. I just am. Mm -hmm. Good match. Look, there's a fun back and forth. I like uh, seeing uh, Nagata getting out of Skull End by putting Sonata in a leg lock. Uh, I thought that was cool. And I'm I'm watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, why is it that I want to see Sonata lose? Then I remembered something I heard you or didn't hear you say or, heard, or saw you on the, the Tweety say. Um, you mentioned why you don't like Goto, and you turned on him as he was starting to get into the main event scene, and you just fucking just turned on him. You you just want to see him lose. You want to see him get his ass kicked. Look, I think you always call it when he's fucking badass in the ring. You always call it. We gave one of his matches a fucking never seal. You just press the button. Like you didn't ask me, and like you didn't have to ask me. Like that's a never match. Like fuck yeah. So I think, I think even though you don't like him, you can you can see the motherfucker's got chops. Um, why is it that I want to see Sonata lose? And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, I think I turned on him when he won his block in the G1. Yeah. And I've never been on. I've never been the same on him, Mr. Andy, since it, since then. So fuck it. I'm going to say it right now. Does he have amazing wrestling skills? Yes. Do I like seeing him wrestle? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. But Sonata might be my go-to. Okay. That's fair. I, You know, I've been down on Sonata for, you know, maybe since we started this podcast, to be honest, because he does nothing for me you know he isn't he's a wrestler who wrestles but that's all he does he doesn't do anything else and so i just you know to me he does nothing for me and in this match this match is very bland and that's because of sonata in my opinion i think nagata's doing everything he can you know he's limited a a little bit uh there's a knee injury angle they're doing in the in the match too to make it even more hampering nagata to kind of explain why he's you know not doing it but the only thing i would say about this match that i i was i did respect is that sonata didn't run circles around nagata like he did no he did not time you know, this was a competitive match where it was like, you know, he wasn't trying to, you know, run the ropes and do all kinds of crazy shit. Um, you know, they did do a top rope exploder and Sonata like 
he like didn't come flat down and so he like skipped on the mat which was really cool and probably hurt pretty bad i like seeing that there was a pile driver on the floor from sonata but does this match do anything for me no and i think you're right i think it's because of sonata i love yuji nagata i like his matches i mean it was just about a year ago we were just like we were you know in the middle of this covid thing and and there was this match that snapped us out of it and it was uh yuji nagata versus minoru suzuki that was one of the first matches on the yeah. show where we were like holy shit this is fucking amazing and uh you know, I, I will always respect him for that. I just, Sonata doesn't do anything for me. I, I find him to be very boring. You know what I would have liked more? Oh. Ishii versus Nagata. Of course! Of yep. course. So, Goto denied us Tai Chi versus Shingo, and I feel like Sonata denied me Ishii versus Nagata. And look, yeah, hey. it, it just... Yeah. It is what it is. It took me a while maybe to come to this realization, but I've gone on tangents on Sonata a few times since we've been doing this podcast. And maybe it's just all kind of come together in my brain. But yeah, uh, he, he he might be my, my, my go-to. You so. were kind of defending him not that long ago when I was ragging on him too. So, I mean, you want to like him. He's in LIJ. We love LIJ. LIJ is like my favorite you know, faction, yep. and yet Sonata doesn't belong there, in my opinion. And I know he's one of the first guys there, but man, he just doesn't—he doesn't fit in, you know. Yeah, maybe they need to turn him heel or something. I don't—I don't know. But what do we know? He's yeah. fucking big in Japan. Yeah. Like they fucking—they love him. And he's very handsome. I think there's that no has right a or wrong. Like, I think that the fact that he's very handsome, you know, the ladies really like him, and and there's a lot of that that goes on in Japan. And in fact. You know what I like about Japan is they're upfront about their eye candy stuff. You know, in in America we act like it's all oh, you can't. You know, eye candy. Oh no, that's bad. And it's like that's not that's bullshit. That's why you like Brad Pitt as an actor because he's fucking gorgeous. That's why you like you know Natalie Wood as an actress. She's beautiful. And and yes, they have talent and everything. But the eye candy thing is a thing. And I hate Natalie it. Natalie Wood. How old are you? I love Natalie Wood. She's like one of my favorites. So um. I know she's, you know, long gone, but man, I yeah. fell in love with her when I was a kid. So anyway, um, she just popped in my head. But it, it's just right. like to me, I, I love the fact that they're upfront about that. And it, they it's okay to be like, I am attracted to this wrestler. And I like that. I think that's fine. And it's a little more um mature attitude, in my opinion. Well, I I mentioned such stuff like that in, in my movie reviews. Like I, I even say it in a color of night, man, like Jane Marsh is the bomb in that movie, okay. and her, her acting as the femme fem fatale parts is is amazing. And hell yeah, she's sexy as hell. It's it's fine, uh, and she worked her ass off in that movie. So you know, man, that's that's a movie you watch <laughs> with some with some friends and some popcorn, and you just have a good time. That's one of those movies, or alone. like so or bad. Alone. So, yeah. <laughs> so or, or alone if you're a dirty bird, like. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Andy and myself. No, uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Color of Night's hilarious. Uh, if uh, you want to watch watch it just as a train wreck, watch it. And then uh, LSJ's late movie reviews. All right, yeah. plug just, over. Just Let's go. Yeah, just the tip. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, here we go. Our main event, we've got Zack Sabre Jr. versus uh, Laundry Guy. Uh, 
I don't write that many notes for Mr. Guy. Well, Mr. Guy, you're Mr. Guy. Uh, for uh, Mr. Laundry's matches. How dare you. But um, this is a good match. Very good. I wish Zack Sabre Jr. had won. But uh, I'll give it to him. Laundry looked pretty, pretty dope getting the victory with the broken fucking nose. I think it's broken. Looked broken to me. Yeah, he got blasted in the face at some point and was bleeding. And I, it, man, he pissed me off so bad. When you got blood, use it. Show it to the camera. He didn't. He hit his face. And even at the end of the match, he put something over his face. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you guys fucking, you just, use it. What's the matter with you? That pissed me off. This match is excellent. It's a marquee matchup. You know, this is a marquee matchup that has been, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe six years ago, this was a marquee matchup in different promotions and has been throughout time. These two guys uh, wrestle like they are having lunch together. It's like normal shit for them. They probably didn't even call much. They probably just went out there and did it. It's excellent. Yeah. Their their chemistry is excellent. Yep. I, you know, I was a little upset about it because I wanted Zack Sabre Jr. to win, and I get sh- we get shithead kicking out of the Zack driver and then doing that bullshit where he's bleeding, but we don't get to see it. <sighs> that made me upset, but it's very good. It's a very good match, and but really the highlight of this match. Is after the end, you know, shithead wins, and Taichi, who had been on commentary, immediately runs into the ring and hugs and consoles Zach, and he stares down, you know, shithead. And but it's more, it's not in a I want to challenge you way. It's in a why did you hurt my friend way. <laughs> and he says that to the guy with the busted face too, which I found really awesome. funny. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, match denials, all right, we. And I know I've just shit on him for a couple of minutes, but one of my favorite matchups in New Japan is Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. And that would have been the next round. <laughs> yeah. Man, damn. Now, damn it. Um, look, I'm, I'm sure that that dude and Sonata will pull out a fucking phenomenal match too. So, yeah. Who's going to win that? I mean, excuse me. Um, uh, let me just go. That is his yeah, I don't know who's going to win that. We haven't really been making... Who's going to win the whole thing? Now that we got it down to, like, whatever, however many wrestlers left, I mean, is Jay going to win this whole thing? Is Tanahashi going to beat him? Like, I mean, that is kind of the one match that I have no idea what's going to happen in that match. Yeah. Um, well, Kenta Shingo's all like that for me. Evil Yano is hard to predict because it's a Yano match, I guess. Uh, that dude... And Sonata, oh, it's going to be tough. But uh, I think tonight, we have two tournament matches. Uh, uh, Finley versus uh, Yoshihashi. So I think Finley's winning there. And uh, if Finley wins, I think we, we might get uh, Finley J. And they've got a bit of a rivalry dating back to the Young Lions days. And uh, I'd actually really love to see uh, modern Finley and White. Uh, wrestle. I think they'd probably put on their best match, best match together to date, especially since uh, Jay's on top of his game and David Finley's the best I've ever seen him. If so, yeah. They, if it, okay, let me just kind of throw this out here. And um, this is me being a hypocrite. Uh, what if Jay loses to Finley and then they that actually becomes a thing, though? Like, so if Finley wins, right, and this is his way to become an actual singles guy. You know, I know that's probably not going to happen, but that could be a good way 
for him to actually do that, to become a singles guy is to beat Jay and then move off and continue to feud with him. You know, I don't know. That could be a cool thing. That's not what I want to see. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's I, interesting. I think they're pretty sold on the Finn Juice stuff for now and they yeah. need tag teams. So right, I think that's right. where they're going to stay for now. But I, I do like that idea, except for the idea of Jay losing. But <laughs> I guess you've got to have him lose matches to establish feuds. I understand that. I know. It's just, that's just my weird brain. That'll be great, right, though, because, I mean, like, Jay will make – he'll make uh, David Finley look great while burying the shit out of him. You know what I mean? He will be such an asshole oh. in that match. It's going to be great. The tag matches leading up to that will be interesting. Yeah, okay, okay. We got some stuff going on yep. here. All right, man. Well, we're to the end of the show, so that means it's time for our weekly recommends. And we had uh, all Aussie this time. We had an all Aussie recommend, and man, I think uh, your match was way better than mine, but mine was a lot of fun. What was your recommend from last week, Luke? All right. So my match was uh, it was the Grills of Destiny versus Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. So Mark Davis, I saw. Well, I saw this show when it happened live, but, you know, I've seen a lot of wrestling here and there, so I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Mark Davis. But uh, I saw him again, I guess, or and again for the first time, like wrap that around your brain, uh, as Dunkzilla at Deathmatch Down Under. And uh, Mr. Robbie Eagles pointed out that, uh, hey, he's wrestled in New Japan, and he brought this match up to my attention, and I was like, yep, that'll do it. So it's Grills of Destiny versus Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. They're a tag team called Aussie Open, and it's uh, Royal Quest 2019. Uh, I watched these matches in the other order, so my first note here is another wild crowd. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I did too. And this one says, "Oh, this actually has a New Japan ring." So <laughs> yeah, so uh, this was a dang good show from uh, what I remember. Uh, the one it was the one at the copper box and uh, and this match is lots of fun, dude. When Davis first gets into the ring, Tamatonga's gonna throws this lariat and uh, Davis just runs right through it and uh, lariats uh, Tonga lower into the corner. I thought that was pretty fucking awesome. There's this uh, Aussie Open does this like double team power bomb move kind of thing, which was gnarly. Like Davis kind of. Uh, Flipped uh, Tamar up and then boom down comes Kyle Fletcher with that power bomb. Fuck, it looked really cool. Is that is that kind of the assisted Alabama slam kind of looking? Yeah, thing? that thing. Yeah, dude, that was fucking badass. Hell yeah, uh, Davis even does some kind of I I the only way I can describe it in my brain is like some kind of top rope Spanish fly kind of thing, which thingy and I thought that looked really cool as well. Like Aussie Open go to do their finisher. But and, and it's a move where they're holding up Tamatonga, but Tamatonga manages to uh, do a gun stun on one of the Aussie Open guys, which I thought was really cool. Tama, uh, Tonga Loa runs in, does uh, an ape shit on Mark Davis, and then a super power bomb on Mr. Mark, uh, Mr. Kyle Fletcher. I thought that was just really cool. Uh, I thought Kyle Fletcher was really cool too. But uh, you know, uh, yeah, I I thought Mark Davis was great. Uh, I uh, want to see more of him, not only in Japan, but uh, well, anywhere really. So uh, if I go to another local show and uh, Mr. Dunksilla's there, uh, not only will I, uh, yeah, be happy to see him. I might, uh, I might not uh, walk past him to go say hello to Mobby Eagles. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like, I'm just a massive Robbie, Robbie Eagles fan, and uh, like, there he is. Like, I can I can just talk to him. So sorry, Dunkzilla, but um, yeah, I, I definitely want to shake his hand and go, yeah, you're pretty cool, dude. So yeah, There's I thought it was pluses a lot of fun. and minuses to setting your merch next to Robbie Eagles. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you may get some traffic from that, but you're probably gonna get walked past a bunch of times too. Right. Yeah. Um, then, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm finished, man. Okay. Uh, really cool, fun match. Uh, yeah. This is, a, a, you know, you kind of know the GOD is winning, but for me, it wasn't about that. It me, for me, it was, uh, about, uh, seeing these, uh, Aussie open blokes, uh, doing their thing. And, it's nice to see an English crowd uh, hot for them. So I, I can only imagine that they've been, well, the commentary says it, but they've been there for a while and they've gotten over. So, uh, you know, there's a, always a kind of a, a soft, but, you know, fun kind of rivalry between uh, Eng- English at- athletes and Aussie ones uh, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad they were pretty over in, uh, in the UK. The match was really fun too. What do you think? I really love this. Uh, of the two, I mean, this is a very high work rate match. It's um, the Aussie Open guys have so, I mean, they they do a cool tandem move. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Then they do another one. And then they do another one. They have like this four stage sequence of tandem moves that mm. are all insane. And that it kind of like peaks with that Alabama slam thing. Oh, my God. I was really into those guys. They were doing a lot of cool shit I'd never seen. And they got to do all their shit. Um, which is great. And this is like a much more loose match than you would see in New Japan normally. This is more like an indie match is what it is. Like like an indie main event is kind of what this is like. Yep. And part of what makes that is a hilarious and smart mark crowd. And my God, this crowd was fucking funny as hell. They were saying all kinds of funny shit. And there was like this little kid cheering and stuff. I don't know, it was really cool. Man, maybe that was in the next match. Either way, this crowd was fun. And Kevin Collin- Kevin um, Kelly and Gina were on commentary, and this might have been, like, the first time they did that. Not necessarily this particular show, but it, maybe it was. You know, I remember this is when Gino was wrestling a little bit, and then, well, the year before, but then he I'm pretty sure he did that year's um, Best of Super Juniors. That's right. Because okay. I, have, I have fond memories of his, like, really awesome commentary in the Shingo, that, uh, that dude match. I was thinking that, uh, for some reason, I was thinking these were both in the same year, but they're not. So, uh, either way, it was great to hear him on commentary. I love this. Thank you, Robbie Eagles, for telling us about this, because this match is fucking awesome. I highly recommend everyone check this out. Yeah, uh, really liked it. So, uh, well, my uh, recommendation was from Gino himself. Um, this is from New Japan Fallout Down Under Tour 2018, February 17th, and it's in Melbourne. Second match, it's Sonata in the King of Darkness Evil versus Bad Luck Fale and a Gino, a Gambino. And Gino has fucking heat. Oh, my God. This crowd hates him, and it's awesome. It's so much fun. We get Evil's old entrance, which I miss because I loved his old theme song so much. And the ring is one that they, like, rented and not, like, one they brought with them. It's just, like, a tiny 16 by 16 ring, which makes it look really rinky-dink. However, it also makes it fun. It's a heels versus heels match. But Gino is kind of in the, like, babyface p- spot, you know, even though he's getting booed and shit on her. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> yep. 
he tries to slam his own partner. He even tries he tries to body slam Fale. There's like this part where he's body slamming everybody and Fale's standing there. He's like, fuck it, I'll try you too. Doesn't work. And then Fale slams everyone, including teasing, slamming the ref, but he chooses to put him down. That's what I mean. Like this really feels like an indie show and it's really fun. A lot of goofy shit like that. Um, there's a fight forever chant. It's like an eight minute match. <laughs> the crowd does a fight forever chant. <laughs> this is the one that has a little kid that's just screaming hilarious shit and he loves evil. That's fun. Gino gets its ass out at the end, uh, for no apparent reason. And he falls to a fair play by Sonata. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So I was here for this, uh, uh, this just show was fucking awesome. This was my second New Japan show because I came the previous year, which wasn't a televised show. It was just like, hey, we're coming, coming down. And that was the that was twenty that was the year before twenty seventeen. Oh, I can't remember. It was whenever that happened. That was the time like I met uh, Ishi. Uh, my wife and I got a photo with uh, Suzuki, and my sister who was wearing an Lij shirt. Blanked the tag champs, uh, Evil and Sonata, because, uh, you know, well, Jay White was there with the U.S. title and everything. So she even got to have the U.S. title on her shoulder and have a photo and stuff. So I don't have that photo on me. It's probably on my my sister's Facebook somewhere. I I don't know. I'll I'll dig it out if I I get her permission and I'll I'll, I'll show show it to you. But, yeah, this match was super fucking fun. Uh, If you notice this ref... He's, he's a short dude. He, he, he refs everywhere in, in Melbourne. I've seen him in, up in Gippsland. I've, he was at Deathmatch Down Under. Nice. I've seen him at other Australian shows as well. Uh, so, yeah, he's a bit of a ref staple in, in Melbourne. I don't know. He's probably refed all over Australia. But, yeah, that's uh, – I know uh, – he, he refs around is what I wrote. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, Bullet Club are kind of faces here, even though they're slagging on, on Gino. Gino you used to be – a for a time i like i know he had a, a, a serious portion of his career he was like a, a, a big killer dude but he used to have this gimmick where he was juicy gino gambino right and that's why they're, they're chanting mr juicy and he would do all this kind of comedy stuff and that's when i f- was first aware of mr gino gambino back in that kind of period of his career and this match i'm watching this match and gino's making me fucking laugh with delight, he made me laugh the, the night I saw the match. He's made, he made me laugh watching it again, and I'm thinking to myself, dude, Mr. Gino, please have a singles match with Toriano, please, oh, man, P- please, oh. e- even if it's just like another Australian kind of show. I don't care, man. Please have a show, have a match with Toriano. I think you two would uh, tear the place down. It would be hilarious. Dude, there's a Mr. Juicy chant. There's a fuck him up, follow, fuck him up chant. We're, we were a rowdy, rowdy crowd that yes, night. Look, yes. this this match is more theater than match. And, very and it, it, you know, there's no commentary and stuff. So, you know, they, they're all, all the wrestlers are being more exaggerated than they usually would. I, I kind of I, I loved it. It was super fun. These four have this really super – as you said, man, it's a great comedy match. Sonata and Evil take turns trying to slam Farley and they fail – then Gino's like, let an Aussie do it. Then fails immediately. Then Fale just slams uh, <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> and almost does the ref as well, but puts him down. 
And uh, yeah, so Gino's going for this kind of stink facing. Uh, Evil pulls the ref in front of him so he doesn't get stink faced. Then Sonata comes up. Fair play, roll up, one, two, three, Evil and Sonata win. It's super fucking fun. Uh, yeah, it's in terms of work rate and everything like that, the first match, it's great. It's a fucking awesome. Uh, I definitely liked it more, but this match put a huge smile on my face and you know, that's, that's the best thing about it. That's what you want when you're yeah, watching and, wrestling. And all you high work rate snobs out there, they're like, Oh, this match is stupid. Well, this, when you go to a show, you need matches like this. This kind of match is a, a tension reliever, you know, and it's in between the, the matches that are the high work rate matches. And I love these. So one of my favorite wrestlers is this guy from around here named John Murray. And John Murray is like 400 pounds, right? He's way bigger than Gino will ever be. And, um, he is, he just, that's his, his gimmick is that he's a hilarious fat guy and it's awesome. And it's, I mean, he is one of the most entertaining people ever. He's like, if John Belushi was a wrestler, that's what he's like. And it's fucking amazing. <laughs> and so he's always been one of my favorite guys. And I love hearing people bitch and moan about comedy wrestling. Man, ain't got no place in the damn wrestling. Meanwhile, some of the best, like most serious wrestlers of all time. If you go see him at a house show, they're doing comedy. You know what I mean? And it's 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 absurd to act like the comedy doesn't have a role in wrestling. It's a big part of wrestling. It's another tool in the toolbox, just like blood, just like high spots, just like all the other shit that, that, you know, a wrestler can do. And if you're not using comedy, you're probably not getting over. Hmm. Or you're not funny. (laughs) But that's the thing is that how funny is Ocon? You know what I mean? Like, is he a funny guy? We don't know. And his character's certainly not funny. But you know what? When you pair him with someone who is and he he plays his role properly, it's fucking hilarious. So, you know, I don't know. I'm a big fan of comedy wrestling and I will defend it to my death. So, Dude, like, we've we've said this a few times, but there's two things we really bonded over when we started, like, to really talk to each other about New Japan all the time. One of them was, oh, we fucking like these ne- this never stuff, don't we? Like, oh, yeah, man, fucking, yeah, we love that shit. But then another thing we just talked to each other about endlessly was just, like, how much we love Toriyama matches and uh, just, like, legit love them. Like, we fucking love watching Yano matches and unashamedly, like, he's awesome. And, yeah, I agree. Comedy Your has a huge place in wrestling. Control, so. Well, Luke. Dude, she's, she was sick for the, like, the last week or two, now she's starting to feel a bit better and she's back yeah, to her normal self. But yes, uh, you're about to ask me, Mr. Andy, what is my pick for next week? Yes, sir. And it's going to be a very predictable pick if you listen to the end of last week's episode <laughs> uh, and, or, or remember the end of last week's episode. But uh, this is from July 20th, 2015 at the Hokkaido Prefectorial Sports Center. It is the eighth match of the day or the, of that show. It is the G1 Climax 25. Can you guess the two participants in the match? Um, is it, uh, is it, it's AJ Styles and Shibata? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's the I... only singles match on New Japan World. I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've seen this before uh, and it's fucking fantastic. So I'll be happy to watch it again. Yep. So, uh. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here today, actually, while we're recording, going, holy shit, I don't think I picked a match for next week. And as we're, as we're chit-chatting, I'm like, oh, yeah, 
Shibata, AJ Styles. You already did. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I kind of picked it last week. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my choice. Uh, well, I'm going to take us back to 1994. <laughs> this is Super J-Cup for my uh, recommendation of the week. It's the first stage. And this is from Ria Goku. Uh, it is the first round. Jushin Thunder Liger versus... Hayabusa, and um, we'll get to talk about Hayabusa. And this is one of those FMW versus New Japan deals, so this will be very interesting. And uh, it's got English commentary on New Japan World, so this will be a lot of fun to talk about. Hell yeah, and getting to see some Liger in his heyday. Fuck yeah, and Hayabusa uh, is one of those guys you don't hear about very much, but he was highly influential on all of your favorite wrestlers, you know, so it'd be yeah. really fun to talk about him. Sweet. Um, dude, they've got to beef up their 90s back catalog. Yes, uh, agreed. New Japan World because, yeah, I still can't be like, hey, everyone, here's, uh, here's the, the first match ever with Kishin Liger. I can't – I still can't – Well, yeah, look it, it up. It, I mean, we can always recommend stuff that's on other – you know, if it's yeah, on Daily true. Motion, we can always do that. But, you know, my beef, my big issue is that there's only one Lex Luger match on, on New Japan World. Just one? <coughs> only one? Come on. Wow, you you legit love Lex Luger. All right. <laughs> that's fair. Hey, you like you like who you like, man. Like <laughs> – uh, that that yeah, I don't hate him. He's fine. So yeah, that those are our recommends. We did not get any uh, recommends from you, dear listeners. So if there is a New Japan Pro Wrestling match that's old, let's say more than two years old, uh, that uh, you f- think is a fucking banger or Hey, I laugh right because we love those two. Send them, send them to us. Uh, if you do wish to send us a match recommend, make sure you put a couple matches on there because uh, you never know. You might your your second pick or your first pick might have been something we've done before. So feel free, everyone. You know, neveropenpod at gmail.com or you know you, you know where we are on the tweeting at neveropenpod too. So if you if you want us to cover an old New Japan Pro Wrestling match we haven't covered yet, and look, don't worry if you haven't, if you don't remember all the matches we've done, you know, just pick a couple of matches. You, you'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, that brings us to the end of the show, Mr. Andy. Yeah. And the wrestling show on tonight, I'm very excited for because we've got Tanahashi versus Switchblade Jay White. I'm super stoked for that. I might be live with you too. I haven't checked the time yet, but I might be live with you on that show. So we'll see. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, in Gato, we trust. I'm Gumpy, damn it.